So do you think we should go back to being pirates this week? Arr. Pirates for the rest of the season. Arr. I think you make an, an incredible pirate. I am, am a, and I'm a subpar pirate at best. So no, but you can be I, a pirate. I, I, think I, I, I am not going to board be. with this one. Yeah, parody. I'm happy to go walk on, the plank. Go I'm on. Gonna, no. Gonna leap, you'll be leap a pirate. from the plank into be a the pirate. water. You'll be a pirate. By, be a pirate. By the Come on. You know, show them your pirate voice. Oh, the people have heard Do the pirate, pirate voice. voice. They, did, they did not care for it. See? <laughs> now you're asking yourself the question. Does he carry on the rest of the show like this? Or does he give up after this intro? Well, you'll only find out once I roll them titles. Arr! Abashi and welcome to Two Titans and Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast, Arr. Dedicating bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions, Arr. This is the best show for new and veteran pirates alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy horn swaggling your booty even more. So with all that said, let me introduce you to me ragtag crew. These scurvy sea dog parody. These son of a biscuit eater. No one respawns in real life. And me, your captain, for this treacherous voyage. Night demon. Arr. Well, I was gonna do. It. I was gonna continue, but I don't want to upset people. You, know? you do I'm a very, just, you do a very impressive them. pirate. <laughs> I didn't know I could be such a good pirate. You never really know what hidden hidden talents you have until you until you try. Forget doing a podcast and YouTube. It's ASMR uh, for people in America that want to listen to my voice and um, pirate speaking. Of obviously, exactly. These are your core competencies. You thought it was different things, but no, it turns out just like reading bedtime stories to American women and pirate voices. Now, it, it, now if you could combine those two, you would have the perfect career. I know I'm not going to get any, get anywhere kind of doing flawless trial runs or no, Grandmaster no. carries on my back with two people, but oh, that, I can do that, pirate voices. Done. Yeah, yeah, that's been pirate done. Pirate voices and ASMR, perfect. What's yeah. not to love? Well, people don't love my pirate voice that much, so they've just asked me to continue just doing the British voice that I do for the next... That one's, that one's pretty good too. Yeah, I'll just continue doing that for the rest of the show. So welcome. Okay. Welcome to good. the show, everybody. I am your British host, Night Demon, and over there in the corner is Parody, who's my Hello. American friend. A rather American friend. He's he's not here yet. He's late. He's got other stuff he, he wants to do. He doesn't want to come talk to you guys. He's like, nah, I'm out for five minutes. I'll be back. I may be there for like two minutes of the show. So Mr. No One Respawns in real life is still here, I guess. He's around, possibly behind you. Possibly waiting in the corner with a shotgun. You know, who knows? He's, He's a nearby. sneaky little hunter. Always, always nearby. He's just invisible. You can't see him. He has his chess piece back. He's very happy now. Yes. But you can't. Does see he know him how to say you. the name of the chess piece? That's the question. We established nobody does. Nobody knows how to say the name of it. No, but Arf, it's back now. Wasn't it Geo Falcon? Because I've told us off several times for saying it wrong. He did. I know he's going to be listening to this. He's been going. Demon, you said it wrong again. Well off. Haha, <laughs> you're not here to correct me. We are here. We are unsupervised. We are lawless. 
And at some point, like it. Arf will be coming back on the show to talk some lore and end of season story stuff because we didn't want to kind of just pile it on on week eight and say that just because that's the week that the season finishes, here's all the lore stuff and here's all the end of the season stuff that could possibly be coming up in story. We thought, no, 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 we'll hold Arf off for the next couple of weeks to give you time to play because we know not everybody follows the story each and every week gets on and gets to be able to play. So Arf is kind of waiting in the wings to come back. Although waiting in the wings, he was going to maybe try and get here today, which we could have done some law stuff, but we're not going to because he's not here. But we could, but we're not. So there. But there's a tease for later on. It is. I hope you all feel teased. Now, now the now, question is... Now the question now the question to you is I have an offer on the table for you oh. from 591 to 440 441 slots tell night demon I'm willing to help him I'll give him the friends and family discount so pan has taken his vault from 591 items to 441 <laughs> items would you like his assistance in also sorting your vault out I tell you what what we'll do one day is that I'll do a stream and we can live stream my vault and Pan can join me in chat and we will talk about stuff in my vault and he oh. can see if he can convince me to get rid of stuff. And I will see if I can convince him why I need to keep it. Does well, that sound fair? Oh. oh, that sounds very fair. I think, I think we should turn this into a whole event. This, this seems good. Or maybe we should just make, maybe we should just make a, you know, a nice little Kofi donation. We, 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 will, we will remove no. X number of items from Night Demon's Vault for no. $100. For how, many, how many items could we get you to delete for $100? That's the real question. Oh. If, we, if we said, here, here is a $100 donation, how many items would you delete out of your vault? Uh, you know, 100 for 100 seems too many. That seems crazy. Because mm -hmm. I know you'd never go for it. Could we, do, could we do 50 items? Could we do 30 items? Hmm? 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 Not, no, not any item. We, we, we won't take, you know, <laughs> away the, the we, we, it won't be carte blanche just to say any item in your vault, but just, you know, to, to get, to get the total number down. That's all. That's all we're this, going for. This we're not going like to make you delete. going to be pain. I, I feel like I'm going to be crying at the end of this. This doesn't seem fair. That is, that is, that's what the people pay for. That's what the people like. Pain but and suffering. Did the people want that though? Oh, they probably do. No. Oh. There's, the, the, there's, there's one person that definitely does who, who's offering to clean your vault with a friends and family discount. <laughs> and the rest of us to watch you to suffer just a little bit because the vault is ephemeral. It doesn't need to exist. Oh, it's, no. It's just there to hold your memories. And some memories, it's time to let go. But I like, I like too much stuff. Yeah. It depends on whether I get to choose the stuff or other people get to choose the stuff. Because mm -hmm. if other people get to choose the stuff, that price is going to go way up because there's some stuff <laughs> in there. <laughs> It's just near and dear to my heart that I can't get back. And there's other stuff that I can get back. So going to be one of those fallout plays, uh, $4,200 tears for, uh, yeah. his, his lemon, lemon bars that he stinks on to Will, I think Will Smith's estate to get the lemons to make or something. <laughs> That'll be our night demon vault cleaning tier for the, for the low, low price of $4,200. It can be yours. <laughs> and yes, if you didn't know, we are streaming every week, I guess now. We're doing like a, a stream each week on YouTube and Twitch. So if you want to kind of pop in and say hello and, and chat with us, then one of us would be there. So you may catch a, a wild parody or a, a very angry respawn 
or just a very British night demon? Probably most likely a very British night demon as, as you stream normal time for you, but very early in the morning for us. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash two times and a hunter every Wednesday morning. It is from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. UTC in the lovely kingdom of the United people. However, on the U.S. East Coast, that is 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. If you want to catch this. And if you're on the U.S. West Coast, um, just stay up late. Because if you're going to bed, don't. Because you're going to need to be up at 2 a.m. to catch the lovely Night Demon as he streams. I, I'm, so, there, yeah. I'm there to guide you through your breakfast rituals. Put me on in the background. We'll have a chat. You know, and you get ready for work. Yeah, which is perfectly fitting because every time we've talked to Respawn, he is also eating breakfast. So, I mean, really, it's just it's just normal at this point. If Night Demon's not playing and someone isn't eating near him, it just it's it's weird to him. He needs to have someone enjoying a breakfast nearby. There won't be a stream this Wednesday, unfortunately, because it's <sighs> half term. So all the kids are off. So we like taking the kids out and doing stuff. But we do have our charity stream on Wednesday evening. And I'll tell you about it a bit later on. But it should be 10 p.m. in the U.K., which should be 5 p.m. Eastern time in the U.S. So hopefully you can work out your time zones from those two, if that helps. And we are running a charity stream to get my son, who's 10, through at least one raid. Now, it'll be up to you how much you want to donate and what you want to see from your donation. Are you going to be donating per activity or are you just going to give us a, a nice donation? Well, not for us. It's not just, it's not a charity donation. We, we are a charity as well, but it's for Andy's Man's Club, which is a men's suicide prevention charity offering free to attend peer-to-peer -peer support groups across the United Kingdom and online. So that's who we are doing the stream to support. Mm -hmm. And this will be the first one of a couple of streams, hopefully, to help raise money for them. But Wednesday night, 10 p.m. UK and 5 p.m. Eastern. But I'll remind you again at the end of the show. But let's not waste any more time. Let's get over to me telling people about Next Week in Destiny. First up, we have our featured Nightfall for the week commencing October 25th, 2022, which will be the Disgraced over on the Cosmodrome. Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have eight Barrier Champions and three Unstoppables, with 23 Arc Shields, six Solar and two Void. Master and GMs will have 16 Barrier Champions and three Unstoppables, with 21 Arc Shields and six Solars. No Voids in those ones. And your Grandmaster modifiers will be Barrier and Unstoppable Champions, Fire Pit, so when defeated, Acolytes spawn Fireballs that can cause damage over time, Chafe, which is your radar is disabled, Grandmaster modifiers, which is Contest, Join in Progress disabled, Lock Loadouts, Match Game and Extra Shields, so match game is enemy shields are highly resistant to all unmatched elemental damage and they are arc and solar shields which there will be knights and wizards with those. Equipment will be locked so you will not be able to change your equipment after this activity starts. Extinguish, if your fire team falls in a restricted zone everyone is returned to orbit. You have limited revives and you gain additional revives by defeating champions up to a maximum of 20 revives until the time runs out which is about 30 minutes. And then champion mobs, this mode contains additional champions. And then finally, Novota's Abandon. Incoming arc and environmental damage is increased by 50%, but you do get a 25 bonus arc damage dealt to enemies if you're using anything arc, including weapons and abilities. The power requirement this season to enter the gems is 1595 light, which is what your power will be capped at. 
and the enemy's power will be 1620. Your anti-champion artifact mods for this week are anti-barrier scout and auto rifle for one energy and snipers for six. Unstoppables are pulse for one energy and shotguns for three. Also available are exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. So for anti-barrier, we have the kinetic bow, wish ender, the kinetic linear fusion rifle, arbalist, the solar energy hand cannon, Ariana's vow, the solar heavy sword, the lament, and then the titans with their exotic gauntlet second chance, which gain a second charge of your shield throne melee, which becomes shield piercing and stuns barrier champions. And then for unstoppables, we have the kinetic fusion rifle, Bastion, the kinetic hand cannon, Malfeasance, the solar energy sidearm, Devil's Ruin, the void heavy bow, Leviathan's Breath, and then the hunters with their gauntlets, Athras Embrace, which have the chance to stun unstoppable champions with an empowered weighted knife. The featured weapon to obtain next week will be the Militia's Birthright, which is a kinetic lightweight frame grenade launcher and can roll with blinding rounds, proximity grenades, swashbuckler and auto-loading holster, with an origin trait of stunning recovery, where if you stun a champion, you partially refill the magazine, it triggers health regen and improves your recovery for a short duration. Also next week, Fest of the Lost continues for its second week of mischief, mayhem and collecting spectral pages and donning masks. So if you haven't started already, you've still got plenty of time because it's only in its second week. And light them up when Team Scorch returns to the Crucible next week. Team Scorched is a 6v6 PvP mode where all players are wielding Scorch cannons. Equipped weapons and abilities cannot be used in this game mode. Movement abilities, e.g. lift, jump and glide, sprinting and emotes can be used. Players are forced to use a Scorch cannon which cannot be dropped. The Scorch cannon has 100 ammo which is replenished on respawn. Matches have a 7 minute timer. Players have a 3 second respawn timer. Kills give plus one point each. The first team to reach 60 points wins. If the timer runs out before the team reaches 50 points, the team with the largest score wins. The player's current and longest kill streak are shown at the top of the screen below the score. The pinnacle dungeon for next week will be the Pit of Heresy over on the moon, and your pinnacle raid will be the Vow of the Disciple over on the throne world. And with the Vow of the Disciple being up, you have a chance to farm. For the collective obligation exotic void pulse rifle which will be available next week next up challenges for week 10. so this is the final week of challenges for season of plunder and if you have completed 75 out of your 78 available for this season you can get a large pile of bright dust to spend at the eververse store in game but our challenges for next week are Three Booter 2, open Expedition bonus chests and chests from Master Catch Crash. Also spend Plundered Umbral Energy at the start art to focus engrams throughout the season. They would like 15 treasure chests and 150 Plunder Umbral Energy. And your rewards will be Repute and Challenge XP++. Shaper 3, level Seasonal Shaped Weapons to level 20. Only two are required, but it is to level 20. That will give you Repute and Challenge XP++. Thunderlight. Defeat targets with arc or stasis supers. Combatants defeated in Catch Crash and Expedition and defeat guardians will award bonus progress. 150 are required, but that will give you repute and challenge XP++. 
EDZ activities. In the EDZ, earn progress by completing bounties, patrols, public events, and lost sectors. 18 of those are required, and that will give you challenge XP plus and some bright dust. Intended authority. Acquire the Vanguard ornament for the Crime Mutiny grenade launcher. And that will give you the Plane Strider ship, challenge XP plus plus plus, and some bright dust. On to our Eververse for the week of October 25th, 2022. Available this week for Bright Dust, we have the Hexing Shell Exotic Ghost for 2,850 Bright Dust. It was you, Rare Emote, for 400 Bright Dust. The Murder of Crows Legendary Transmat Effect for 450 Bright Dust. The Reanimated Verve Shader for 300 Bright Dust. The Boo Exotic Emote for 3,250 Bright Dust. Peaceful Rest Legendary Emote. For 700 bright dust. The Haze Future Exotic Ghost Shell for 2850 bright dust. The Desmondus Exotic Ship for 2000 bright dust. The Spider Mask Ornament for 1200 bright dust. The Worm Perilous Exotic Weapon Ornament for the Parasite Grenade Launcher for 1250 bright dust. And the Howling Projection for your Ghost for 1500 bright dust. And then finally, the Lost Sector rotation for next week. Hello. So for your Lost Sectors, you will find a flag outside your daily Lost Sector, giving you details of champions and burns that you'll find inside. And if you are new to the game or you're on an alternate character and you can't find the flag outside, just make sure that you've run through the Lost Sector normally to have it show up on your map as a Legend or Master 1 for that day. So let's get started. Tuesday, the 25th of October, will be the Scavenger's Den over on the EDZ, giving exotic arms. Wednesday, the 26th of October, will be the Quarry over on the EDZ, giving out exotic chess pieces. Thursday, the 27th of October, will be the Excavation Site 12, again on the EDZ, giving out exotic helmets. Friday, the 28th of October, will be the Concealed Void over on Europa, giving out exotic legs. Saturday the 29th of October will be Bunker E15 over on Europa giving out exotic arms. Sunday the 30th of October will be the Conflux over on Nessus giving out exotic chess pieces. And then finally back round to Monday the 31st of October will be the Rift on Nessus giving out exotic helmets again. So there you go. That's it for your next week in Destiny starting on the 25th of October 2022. <laughs> Okay, so so is there any is there any can't miss thing? If there was if there's one thing you should go spend your bright dust on, is there anything there that that you'll be kicking yourself if you miss this opportunity? Well, it depends on what kind of player you are. If you're a new player to the game, there's quite a few tasty little items in there. If you're an existing player and you've missed them before, again, there's still some really cool things in there. And if you're a veteran player and you just don't care like respawn, then I'm not going to go and tell you to go and buy stuff. But, you know, the Dismundus ship was a pretty hot one to get. You know, the, the skeletal, is it? I think it's a bat, isn't it? Or is it a bird? Do you remember that one with the, the skeleton on the ship? Yeah, I think I think it's a bat. But yeah. yeah, but That, was, really that was a very popular one because I, I think it depended on what the shaders were. I think that's the one. But if you put a different shader on it, it gives you a different glow for the, the skeletal animal that's on the ship 
the spider mm. mask, which is one of the ornaments. Although it is only for Festival of the Lost, it is one that I missed last season because it, I think it was a, a silver-only item last season. I thought, I'm not going to pay for it. So next week, it's up for Bright Dust. So if you missed it last year, it's up for Bright Dust this year. So I think I'm going to complete my collection with that one. And am I going to break down and pay money for the Buster Ray emote? No, you are not going to pay for the Buster Ray emote. So this is your Ghostbusters emote, which will be available on the final week of Fest of the Lost for some Bright Dust for 3,250 oh, Bright Dust. So if okay. you save your, save your Bright Dust that final week and you want to be a ghostbuster that would be the week to get it so that would be the that would be my pick of not next week but the week after i will remind you in next week's show just that that's that's up okay so be strong do not do not spend do not spend the silver next week wait till the week after for the first week of november and then i will have my buster emote for bright dust perfect and the majestic winnie which is the star horse sparrow that is also available on the final week of Festival of the Lost as well for 3,000 Bright Dust. See, and that, your Finch that, Mask. That, that I'm worried about because I, I've been using the tiny, you know, the tiny micro Sparrow ever since that came out. <laughs> this may replace that one. And then I'll have to delete the rest of my Sparrows because why would I ever want any other one? Except for riding a, a magical horse around everywhere. Mm. It's amazing. It is. So yeah, that's that's the extra stuff in the Eververse store. That's that's coming the week after next. And also, bonus trials ranks next weekend for anyone that is wanting to kind of level that up to see if they can get that bow, which is amazing. We did feature it in a couple of videos back a couple of weeks when it was kind of the hot one because it's the only bow that can roll with kill clip on it. Although there is a an energy bow that can roll with rampage which is very similar and you could put rampage spec on there so if i find the name of it i can tell you what it is when my destiny item manager loads it up so there is a solar bow which is the strident whistle which i believe is from vanguard strikes which is available with rampage on there so you could put a rampage spec on there and i'm not saying that that's going to be better than the trials bow but I'd say it's kind of got competition the trials bow, wouldn't you? Yeah, and if if there's if you don't want to play enough trials to get your rank all the way up to obtain the bow, that's a much quicker way to do it. I believe they put it on rank if they put it on rank fifteen or sixteen for trials. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's it's one of the, one of the two one one at the end. You have to go all the way through to get get it done. Which, if you're dedicated, knock yourself out. You can play a bunch of trials, get those bonus ranks. Really, just just go in, go in with a with a friend or two, and just just have a laugh. It's you're not trying to succeed; you're just trying to make the make the little numbers go higher. That's that's all trials is for. Yeah, I just I'm trying to find it on D2 Gunsmith, but I can't remember the name of it now. Only we had our bow expert here to tell us he doesn't one remember the name one of that it. we were wrong, and two how amazing the bow is. He hasn't got that bow yet. Whistler's oh, will. There you go. It's Whistler's will. That's the one. I think the the other kind of interesting perks to this bow are that it has alacrity, which is gaining increased reload, stability, and aim assist and range when you're the last living member on your fire team or running solo. So it's good in trials or rumble or doing lost sectors. It also has the perk uh, 
one quiet moment, which is going to get buffed or changed, which grants increased reload speed when out of combat. But I think the one that everybody was kind of really excited about, even though it doesn't look like it's a vice weapon, it has the vice stinger perk, origin perk on there, which is damaging an enemy with this weapon, has a small chance to reload the magazine and increase movement speed whilst aiming down sight. Bows receive faster draw speed and swords receive faster charge rate while this perk is active. So I think people were quite excited with the vice stinger. You can get like the kill clip on there and you can get a couple of other kind of perks of like rapid hit on there and some of the like tension strings and shafts on there to kind of improve how fast you can you know get get the kill clip and then get another kill on there so it's worth looking at and i believe cool guy did a really good video on it that was a couple of weeks back if i remember i'll try and put it back in the show notes but if not search up cool guy and the whistler's whim and yes that is available on saint 14's rank 16 reward but then it is focusable so if you've if you've gotten saint 14 to rank 16 you will then be able to use all of your lovely engrams to focus towards your whistler's one bow because really it's you you've got the bow the inquisitor shotgun your burden of guilt fusion rifle your forgiveness sidearm your aisha's embrace scout rifle and your Reed regret linear fusion so there are a couple things you might be going for but if you want the bow just by the time you get to rank 16, you'll have enough engrams. You can then focus toward that bow to hopefully get the role you want. And bonus trials ranked is a good way to do that. Yeah. Now, if only they would do bonus trials ranks and freelance, then it would be the perfect pairing like it was a couple weeks back, because I think it's freelance this week and bonus trials ranks next week. Next week. But, you know, you don't have to have it going with the team. Just go in and say, I'm going to put my lovely music on. I'm going to listen to a podcast in the background. I can think of think of one or two that might be worth doing. And just go into trials and say, you know, I'm going to play. Maybe I'll do well. Maybe I'll do poorly. And uh, you can also earn two other rewards by just, you know, winning seven seven matches total throughout your afternoon or your weekend. Or, uh, you know, just getting getting those 50, oh, was it 50 individual round wins? 50 we'll individual all, round wins, yeah. Yeah, we'll both give you additional rewards. So if nothing else, you know, go and turn your brain off and, uh, yeah, earn some rewards and get that lovely bow. I mean, it really isn't that bad to go in solo, and it. De- I think it depends on what time that you play, because sometimes people have a, a worse experience going in solo and just joining the normal playlist if it's just the normal playlist up. Um, because I think I was listening to Mylan Games, who was on DCP podcast, saying that he has problems when he plays, even though that kind of the f- flawless pool is there to kind of help save him from getting playing a lot, you know a lot of the flawless players he still gets a lot of sweaty players at the time that he plays so i think mm-hmm. he finds it it depends on what time you play to be honest you know try different times if you can if you're stuck like me that you can only play at certain times at the weekend then yeah it, it might be a bit difficult yeah yeah there's definitely times like i i, I jumped in with with az and his brother yesterday and mm. it was just a sweat fest just an absolute sweat fest but then i've jumped in on friday afternoons and it's been more low key. So I don't know if it was because Reed's regret is the pinnacle, you know, is it a flawless weapon this week? People were, you know, that had more people in the pool. If it was just luck of the draw, we were getting all the sweaty players out there. It, it really just, it, it just does vary whether the, the flawless pool is up or not. Sometimes you, you go in and it's kind of a chill, relaxed experience. And sometimes, well, not chill, but like, you know, it's, it, it's sometimes you can actually go in and find some competitive matches, or sometimes you're just going in and getting stomped by the, you know, flawless, unbroken three stacks, which again, that's what I expect to find in trials, but not every single match, not every single card. No. Come on, Bungie. 
<laughs> half the time I'll, I'll go in and just like let my card break immediately and go, yeah, good. You know, let me break the card. Let me just sit here. I'm not trying to get anything. If I do happen to rack up a couple of wins on that card, I might go reset it anyway, just to go. Mm, this is already putting me up toward people, you know, closer to their lighthouse. I'd much rather start back at round one, at least with other people that maybe set foot into there. Yeah. Sometimes I find it really hard going from starting off the card. That is sometimes the hardest one to get going. I mean, if I get paired up with people that aren't really good, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm amazing, but if I get paired up with other people that are just going in there to get maybe an extra round win or a couple of round wins as they kind of go through, sometimes it's hard to progress past the one match win. But I found that once I've got past the first match win, there are people that are actually trying to win and you get paired up with those people. And sometimes I can go kind of five wins in a row without losing. And I'm, I then get it in my head. I'm thinking I could, I've only got two more games. I can go for <laughs> two more games. And then, <clears throat> then the panic sets in and I completely mess it up for the whole team. Or I get paired up with other people that are thinking the same as me and we all panic and flub it. So yeah, I think I've gotten to four, four a couple of times, and five once or twice, and then it just immediately you, you really feel the um, the difficulty go up as you get closer and closer to that lighthouse. It's like, oh, we we were going pretty good before. Now, no, I I don't even see the man who killed me. I'm just dead. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, as we're kind of here, let, let's jump into this week at Bungie for the twentieth of October, twenty twenty two. Because we're talking about weapons and we're talking about trials weapons and Parody's mentioned that this weekend currently that we are in, uh, the Reed's Regret Adept is the weapon that is up for grabs. And the reason why there might be a lot of people playing it is because in the trial this week they have told us that the Reed's Regret Linear Fusion Rifle will be saying goodbye to us at the end of this season. I'd, Bungie, I know I said it at the end of last season when you did this. Please can you tell us this? at the beginning of the season because telling us this on a Thursday and if, especially if people are away, if, or if you're new to the game and you're, you're not trials ready at this point in time and you've heard, you know, us talking about this linear fusion rifle and you think, Oh, I'd really like to get that. You can get the basic version that, yeah, that's fine. But the adept version, say you're, you're, say you're a really good trials player and you have a chance to go to the lighthouse, but you're, you're away at this weekend and this is the final time that you can play it. You're going to miss out. So Bungie, in future, please tell us at the beginning of the season that you are removing a, the set amount of weapons at the end of the next season. That Please, just, just do that for us, please, Bungie, because it helps kind of... For us as a podcast and other people out there in the community, like your fallouts, your astacrosses, your frostbolts, to tell the community, hey, don't forget, this gun is going away. You've got like one or two chances to get this weapon this season. Let's see if we can kind of make sure that everybody's kind of on the same page and everybody understands. You know, it just makes sense. Just four weeks before the end of the season, and this is probably going to be the last week that the Reads Regret is going to be the adept version unless they kind of go everything's adept in the last week sometimes they kind of do that and sometimes they don't but so yeah we're going to be losing our read regret linear fusion rifle at the end of this season and our ashes embrace scout rifle have you got anything to say on that parody not really there's, <laughs> there's a scout rifle's been around for a while the read regret is a very good linear fusion it's a stasis linear fusion is that correct I'm yes to it is now. 
It's a stasis linear fusion. Again, it's another one of these ones that's got the Vice Stinger perk on it, which is why everybody was kind of really clamoring for it. Because when they when they introduced it into the loophole, it didn't have these origin perks on there. They gave you the alacrity because it was kind of the perk that was associated with trials. But now it's kind of been rolled into these origin perks. So you can get alacrity, you can get one quiet moment, and you can get the Vice Stinger perk on there. And you can also get a couple of other really good ones. And it's sometimes it's it's uh you know, I've seen it being kind of touted as a really good PvP weapon and some as a PvE, just depending on the roles that you can get on there. I mean you've got for example, you've got firing line. So this weapon deals increased precision damage when near two or more allies, and it's twenty percent increase in precision damage. Adagio, so after defeating a target, this weapon fires and charges or draws more slowly, but deals increased damage. And you've got a Vorpal weapon, which increases damage against bosses, vehicles, and guardians with their supers active. So you've got some really cool ones on there with like heating up and surplus. Uh, clown cartridge, which is also a good one. Uh, Auto-loading holster if you're kind of playing Crucible. So, you know, take a shot, miss it, put it away, pepper in with your primary, and then pull it back out and, you you know, take another shot. So Reed's Regret is a really good one to kind of look for. And unfortunately... It's going to be kind of if you're not already got a an adept version or you're not in trials this weekend, you're kind of possibly going to miss out on getting the adept version. But the the standard version is there to kind of get, and if you play trials, you get the engrams and you get one of these to drop. You can then focus it with uh, Saint fourteen. Yeah, you know, yeah, as long as you have it available to you, and if you don't, then open those engrams. Hopefully, you know I'm. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure the like the trials engrams as you open them, it will give you something you don't have until you've unlocked everything. Yes, at least apart that's, that's from been, that's been my experience. So I'm hoping it wasn't just dumb. That, luck. that was the experience <laughs> a couple of seasons back. But what I found last season and this mm. season, where they had the new sidearm and the fusion rifle, and this season they had the bow and something else, which was introduced. If you haven't unlocked those from the track of Saint Fourteen. It wasn't then even you right, weren't able right. to then go to Rahul and go, here's an engram and just throw all the engrams at him and say, right, just decrypt it and it'll be one of these weapons or armor pieces. It's just you have to unlock it from the track first. Originally, right. yes, people were able to go to Rahul at the beginning of the season, give him an engram and go, I got this last season, but if you decrypt it now, you'll give me whatever's new from the track. You can't do that anymore, unfortunately. It's one of those things that Bungie's has patched. And the Ashes Embrace is a Void Scout Rifle. Again, I use this quite a lot in PvE activities, but it has a couple of good roles on there. You've got like the Vorpal Weapon, you've got the Adagio, Multi-Kill Clip, Eye of the Storm, Turnabout, uh, Fourth Time's the Charm. So it's like Ricochet Rounds, High Caliber Rounds. It's a very good one. So I'm not sure when that's going to be coming back up because you don't find out until the Friday of that week what the Adept weapon will be and what the Trials map will be. So kind of keep your ear to the ground if you're looking for one of these to be Adept. And um, yeah. Yeah, and that's the other reason, you know, it's worth throwing yourself into the fray to unlock the weapons on the track if you want to then try to get a good version. And and again, you know, and once you've unlocked it from the track, so if you do unlock the bow this season... Next season, when the bow is in the loot pool, you know, it'll be available for you to focus just, you know, from the moment you get your first trials engram or, you know, when you get the rewards to drop. And if nothing else, uh, if you're doing your weekly challenges, which Night Demon 
not even from the before times has already told us about, but uh, one of the things is just go play some Trials games, and you'll be given a Trials weapon, and that Trials weapon is the Forgiveness sidearm. So okay. if you're going, do I want to play this? Is it worth it? You will get a sidearm from Trials. I don't know if it's a randomly rolled sidearm, because I did not pay full attention. I but think that, it is, yeah. It's just that, a sidearm, you the, get a random roll. Yeah, that is what the re reward dropped at this week. Uh, so if you're looking, I mean, sidearms are the meta right now. I don't know oh, where the forgiveness definitely. sidearm sits, but if you want a nice, you know, if you want a free free trial weapon that that will drop at a lovely nice light level for you, yeah, your forgiveness sidearm is is that weapon that drops from the trials thing. So take that into account if you're going. There's a weekly challenge. Do I want do I want to do it? What weapon do I get? Forgiveness sidearm is your answer. There's a couple of iron banner weapons that are going away. So it, I believe it's November twelfth is our last iron banner of the season so this will be the last chance for you to go and get a forges pledge pulse rifle and a wristwalker shotgun which have been around for quite a while now so if you've played some iron banner you possibly could have got one of these or two of these or, or several of these to drop i remember when this first came out with the wristwalker and the forges pledge there were the i think the quest line was bugged and nobody was getting anything apart from the first one that mm -hmm. you kind of got from it and then people there was outcries because the wrist walker is such a good shotgun but yeah it's, they've improved on time time on time with with this because they've then added the origin perks to the iron banner weapons where you've got skulking wolf which they have changed time and time again depending on what kind of iteration we've got of iron banner and at the moment the origin perk is while at low health guardian final blows with the weapon grant enhanced radar and remove you from the opposing radar and that was originally just in iron banner but it's now in all crucible modes which is quite cool so you get the skulking wolf origin perk and if you get things like iron reach on there which gives you plus 20 in range and minus 30 in stability but let's face it it's a shotgun and you can get accurized rounds on there and you can also get i believe it's not corkscrew it's the other one that i'm looking for rifled barrel so if you get rifle barrel Accurized rounds, iron reach. Uh, you can even get, I think, firmly planted, which also gives you is that range as well? No, that's stability. One of them also gives you. You can get quick draw on there, which is quite cool. Uh, and you get a range masterwork on there. You can push the range out to 95 with a 65 impact. And it is a lightweight frame, so it's superb handling, moves fast with this weapon equipped. So there are some really cool roles out there you can get for PvP and PvE. We do have Demolitionist on there and Vorpal Weapon as well as Swashbuckler. So if it's a punchy-punchy one that you want, you can get that as well. Punchy-punchy one you could have. Exactly. And the Forges Pledge. Originally when this weapon came out, there was... I remember Cool Guy doing a video on this. That it was a really good weapon, but people were re getting really put off with the reticle. When you moved across the screen, the reticle kind of seemed to follow... A couple of seconds afterwards but they oh, see yeah, bungees seem to have kind of sorted that out now which mm -hmm. is quite nice and it's a really good pulse rifle and i can't remember no it's not this one so again you've got the skulking wolf or origin perk you have access to rampage there's elemental capacitor which depending on your element that you're running could give you plus 50 in handling plus 50 in reload plus 20 in stability and plus 20 in recoil direction and that solar arc, void, and stasis, whichever subclass you're running, it'll give you a different stat for that weapon. So sometimes I like to run void and have like plus 20 stability on 
some of these weapons that I've got the elemental capacitor on because it really bumps up the stability on these things. Or you could have iron grip, which is plus 20 stability, minus 30 in reload speed. And then a couple of other ones like accurized rounds on there. So you can bump up the range from its base at 38 to 48. A couple of cool barrel perks on there like polygonal rifling, bumping up that stability. So you could have a weapon that's like 80 or 90 stability with a range of 50. And it's what frame is it? I'm just going to check. The, uh, adaptive. It's an adaptive frame, 390 go. pulse. There you so go. it's it's similar to the ones like your Gion 7, your Last Perdition, your Yesteryear, or your Samantha Moraine. They're all like the 390 adaptive pulses. Oh, I, I've never I've never enjoyed that Forge, Forge's Pledge. It, it's, it's like fast firing, but like it just never quite felt right to me. I've never, never quite found that archetype to work well for me. I don't know. At least in PvP, I should say. PvE is... PvE, I like it. I had a Halen Confusion that I used for a long time. But yeah, PvP just never, I don't know, never quite felt good to me. What's the archetype of the new uh, Gambit one? Um, adaptive, the, the extra year. It, it, it's also a 390 adaptive. I've got the Destiny Master Breakdown spreadsheet pulled up because <laughs> I just started going there to go, It you know, here's the class it's in, here's the, the basic specs it has, here's, you know, it has all the information, but it's much easier than going to Light, G Light GG and figuring out what, what class it's in and what other pulse rifles are of the same family. Yeah. Or subfamily. So, yeah, like you're saying, the yesteryear from Gambit is also an adaptive frame. And Cool Guy said that, I mean, this video I was going to put in our show notes, but I'll tell you about it now. He was he did a whole new video on it, and he was like, you know, this gun isn't that good. And he'd spent quite a long time going through this video. And then the change came out this week to <laughs> the adaptive frames. And he now says it's a two burst king if you get specific perks on there. Yeah, I know that's that's also the only thing you can roll with with I mean the reworked Desperado. But that it's Desperado is one of the perks that can roll with. I'm not saying that's the role you want to get, but it's a fun one to play with if you can get one to drop, which yeah. takes a while. <laughs> so yeah, the yesteryear is the one that you can only get from playing Gambit and ranking up with Gambit. But <laughs> the role that a cool guy was going on about is the golden tricorn, which is a trait, uh, one of the perks that you can select. Final blows with this weapon grant bonus damage. While this buff is active, grenade or melee kills of the same damage type greatly increase the damage and its duration. So if, if you get a kill, you get bonus damage, which is 15% increase for seven seconds. But that can be refreshed with the weapon kill or the grenade or powered melee kill, which raises that to 50% for 10 seconds. Now, this is something, the, this origin perk, this golden tricon that people seem to be sleeping on. That cool guy and I believe it's true Vanguard made one of the Jurassic Green from the Festival of the Lost this season. I'll go over that in a second as well because we're here, we're talking about it. So yeah, it's like if you can get perfect synergy and it's a void weapon. So if you get a powered melee or a grenade, just throw a grenade and and hopefully kind of get a kill with it, you can buff this weapon up to fifty percent for 10 seconds and that can be refreshed by getting another matching ability kill it's like the, it's like just free free kills if you can get it in pvp and so yeah i'll link the the two videos i'm going to link you the cool guys yesteryear video going over the gambit one and the true vanguard one going over the jurassic green 
Yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun because yeah, the pulse rifle, you know, the patch that we got, the pulse rifles got that increase, increase the handling effect by five percent, which mainly affects our, our lightweights and our adaptives. But then the adaptives also got that precision multiplier increase, which basically gives you one extra damage per crit. So yeah. a little easier to use, a little more damage when you land your crits. And yeah, mix it with something that just increases that damage and go to town. I mean, the the thing is with the Yeti, you've got those two origin perks on there as well. You've got the gun and run which I believe they're also going to change slightly as well, which at the moment is rapidly defeating targets with this weapon, grants bonus sprint speed, and Guardians, powerful combatants, and high-value targets grant this bonus quicker. But the Syro Synergy one's quite a good one, so reloading grants this weapon bonus handling and reduces incoming flinch for a short time. So that should give you plus 20% flinch reduction for 6 seconds. So get a kill, get your flinch reduction, get another kill and you're kind of just procking that golden tricorn over and over again and uh i mean as you said we i mean you can get outlaw on there you can get subsistence on there to help with the uh, golden tricorn or ricochet rounds uh, high caliber rounds on there and your, your jurassic green where it's kind of it's been reworked i guess because of the we now have origin traits on the weapons that are dropping from the Fest of the Lost, apart from the horror story, which doesn't make any sense. So the sniper rifle that you can get... Which I do think they fix, and actually, if if we do have a respawn, we'll have his report, but otherwise it'll be one of us report. Okay. I do think Budgie did clarify they did fix that the... Everything that's going to be dropping will be dropping with Origin perks. It's it sort of both versions, I guess, the horror story were dropping. One with perks and one without, and now they've fixed that, apparently. Oh, okay. But then... Are they going to fix it that it's retroactive or they're going to fix it that you have to go back into festival and get the same role that you found a god roll of with an origin perk? You yeah. know the answer to this and I know, I the, know answer the answer to this. this. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it there, what Bungie actually says about it, but you know yeah. the answer is go back and, and get, get yourself a new version of it. So your festival of the lost origin perk for Jurassic Green which is these this weapon is granted faster aim down sights and movement speed whilst aiming down sights when no allies are near and again this is another one with the golden tricorn that true vanguard says you know it should be illegal if you can get all the things in the right place it's a 0.4 per second ttk and he's got a good build for you for that and unfortunately it's on a hunter with throwing knife i might try it you know i'm not opposed to playing on the hunter i just haven't really played on my hunter this season that much because it's all about the titans with their art grenades but yeah golden tricorn on the jurassic green is a good one to look out for and i'll link cool guys video and true vanguard's videos in the show notes for you to check out on those two weapons that are kind of hot right now i guess going back to the twab we have two more weapons that are disappearing from this season or at the end of this season we have the silicon neuroma sniper rifle and the duty bound auto rifle so parody you know when the silicon neuroma and duty bound auto rifles are going to be disappearing from or the last time they'll be showing up in our nightfalls yeah i was say they'll be disappearing at the end of the season but uh i'll say as you listen to this right now the duty bound is up because it is attached to the fallen saber strike so if you're running gms this week maybe keep those duty bounds if you uh enjoy that weapon if not, you'll need to wait till the very last week of the season, November 29th, is when our Fallen Saber comes back again with our duty bound. So you will have one more shot after this week. If you're listening to this on Tuesday going, no, I missed it, you have another shot. 
Thanksgiving, take some time off into November, you're good to go. And then if you're looking for your Silconeroma sniper rifle, you will have one more opportunity the 8th of November that week. is because it's the Devil's Lair Nightfall is where, where your Silconeroma drops from. So if you're still hunting that one, November 8th, your Devil's Lair for your sniper rifle, and November 29th, Fallen Saber for your duty bound. Asterisk, unless Bungie switches these up at some point, which sometimes they do. They do, yeah. So you, they, these two both come with the origin perks of Stunning Recovery, which is stunning a champion partially refills the magazine, uh, triggers health regen, and improves recovery for a short duration, or Vanguard's Vindication, which is final blows with this weapon grant a small amount of health. So you can choose either one of those. But I mainly kind of keep it on the Stunning Recovery, especially if you're kind of using anti-barrier or anti any kind of anti-champion mods, because at the moment this season we've got all the auto rifles and the sniper rifles available to be anti-barrier. So they're pretty good ones to use. And it's uh, the Silicon yeah. Aroma is a 90 impact, so it's a high impact one. And um, it's an aggressive frame, so high damage and high recall. But if you can get one shot on them, and you could get your, you get your aim back pretty quick. Yeah, and then we can roll with like ricochet rounds, opening shot. And it's one of the... Uh, that's for some reason that's the the nightfall weapon that the game wants to give me over and over again. I can't get the things I want, but I've I've got sniper rifles. I probably deleted more of these things than I have, but I've got one with opening shot and perpetual motion with ricochet rounds on it that I've kept in, and I've used when I had to take it into gambit to get my sniper rifle kills, and probably what I'll use to go get the sniper rifle kills for festival of the lost. <laughs> I don't know. If it, it, it's one of the few that feels pretty good, I'm like, all right, this is this is tolerable enough. I'll go use it for a while. Yeah, and then back into the vault it goes. And I've got a really cool duty bound that I use for like GMs and things like that. So my one has, it has four times the charm, which is rapid landing precision hits will return two rounds to the magazine. And it also has triple tap on there, which is pretty cool because if you can land rapid precision hits, it will return one round to the magazine with the stunning recovery on champions is pretty cool. And I think I put, um, I did originally have like extended mag on there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I've got one with a pended mag with the fourth times a charm with perpetual motion on it. And that stunning recovery is nothing to sneeze at because that stunning recovery, when you stun the champion, which anti-barrier this season, it heals you 60 hit points and grants you 40 recovery over three seconds. I mean, and there's enough servitors out there with their stupid shields on. You break that shield, you, you get that nice, nice old boost going. Mm. It's really good. Yeah, the duty bound I like a lot. So, duty bound I kind of recommend, gone, but yeah. Yeah, yeah sad, I mean, in, yeah, Silicon Neuroma, sadly, um, neither of us are qualified to give you sniper rifle advice, but um, if it's one you want, go get it. If it's not one you want, then uh, don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, the good thing about this is that they're removing two weapons from kind of each loot pool, which ju- only mean we'll either get two reprised weapons that have come back that with new perks that people will be excited about or brand new weapons that they've kind of created. And I think it'll probably be... I'd like to say it'd be brand new weapons for Iron Banner, but they have reprised weapons from previous Iron Banners because I think last season we had the, or this season that we're currently in, we had the uh, sidearm, the, what was it called? The Allied Allied Demand. Yeah, the Allied Demand came back, and I think it was the Fusion Rifle. Did we have the Fusion Rifle? The Uh, Wizened Rebuke? No. Wizard Rebuke was like Hero's Burden, wasn't it? Which oh, is the you? submachine gun. So we had the, the Hero's Burden submachine gun and the Allied Demanded sidearm, which were reprised from 
I think it was two different Iron Banner seasons, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So as our as our weapons are going away, you know, grab grab what you want. Don't grab what you don't. And uh, they, Bungie just says, closer to next season, we'll be sharing more insight into rewards and what players can expect over the coming months. They also wanted to take a small moment to tease, to tease something they're excited about. So for Ooh. season 20, so not, not season 19, not December. So season 20, so sometime early February? next year. February, February probably, yeah. February, Marchish, whenever we get that actual season. So for that season, they're going to introduce legacy focusing. We're not quite ready to share more details about this. But uh, it's one of the many aspects of the games that players will be learning more about as we get closer to Lightfall. So legacy focusing is coming, coming, coming into the game, coming in, just like we've been coming in by someone here. Yeah. So I'm guessing we're going to have some, some level of focusing of legacy weapons, whatever Bungie defines that to be. Yeah. So making our, our RNG game a little less RNG, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Teasing us, teasing us. They're just teasing us here. Yep, they really are. And, and teasing, teasing his his army fulfilled. of followers. It's Mister No One Responds in Real Life. Greetings and salutations. Apologies for the late introduction, but sometimes a hunter's got to do what a hunter's got to do. Fair enough. So what were you talking about? Just saying, you know, we can craft legacy weapons, like like. They've, when you say they, legacy, do you they, mean like they, they've like literally? Sunset? You now know as much as we know. Bungie has literally said in season twenty, we're going to have legacy focusing. That's all they've said. That those are the entire two words of the tease. What it means, unclear to everyone. But in season twenty, we're going to get quote oh. legacy focusing. So, who knows? Well, I mean, we can actually. You, know, you guys can now focus sunset weapons. It's still sunset, but now you can add the points you want. <laughs> my 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 random guess is, you know, all of those lovely weapons we have in all the various vendors, they'll be focusable, or or you or we'll have a rotating cast of weapons each season for each vendor to focus in. I don't know, but who knows what they've got up their sleeve? But what I have on my sleeve is a player support report, where Festival of the Lost, um, they broke everything, and then they've been fixing things. But right now, uh, they've detected an issue where the weekly bounty from Evil Levante were only giving you 100 Bright Dust instead of the usual 200 Bright Dust. So they have implemented a fix for the bounties that have not been turned in, as well as any future bounties picked up by players. And if you had already turned in bounties, like a good player should, players affected by the issue will receive any missing Bright Dust at a later date. So they've been keeping track of how much Bright Dust you've gotten, and you'll receive your Bright Dust in the mail at a later date and time. But if you turn in things basically from this point onward, you'll get the proper amount of Bright Dust. What you will not get, though, is your Lord of Wolves. It has been disabled due to an issue where it can apply more damage than intended. <laughs> they are targeting next so week's... Good. Yeah, they are targeting Lord next week's update. And, 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 and Telesto are the bane of this game. I well, okay, so Telesto breaks the game. Quicksilver Obviously. Storm would like to have a word with you, sir. <laughs> Quicksilver Storm. Mm-hmm. The auto rifle that re, re enables itself. Oh, that. Game mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so so Telesto breaks the game, but the the Lord of Wolves just won't stay down, right? <laughs> they they nerf it, they nerf it, they nerf it, and they nerf it into the oblivion. And then Lord of Wolves talks talks to Telesto. He's like, "Yo, bro, how do you break the game? How do you how do you do that?" Telesto gives him a tip, and now now Lord of Wolves is like, oh, look at this. I can do eight times damage. Woohoo! 
Leave so the damn cut alone, dude. <laughs> so it's broken right now, but they are targeting this next week's fix, 6251, to fix Lord of Wolves again. Speaking of which, we're getting a hot fix this week. Imagine that. Update 6.2.5.1 will be out. Really, you know at this point. On October 25th, that is our lovely Tuesday. At 9 a.m. Pacific, maintenance begins. 45 minutes, game gets kicked offline. 15 minutes after that, your update rolls out to all the regions and all the platforms and all the world. Even Stadia for now. At 11 a.m., an hour after that, maintenance completes and the game should be back online. As a reminder, as always, while the game is offline, so too are the APIs. So all of the apps and all of the websites will not work. It will tell you there is maintenance, sad face. It is now time to watch your YouTubes and listen to your podcasts. So you're ready to go when the game comes back online. There are known issues. There are many unknown issues, but here's the issues we do know about. Players cannot transform spectral pages into manifest pages, blocking progress of the gone but not forgotten quest line. Certain shaders may apply textures incorrectly to pieces of the Festival of the Lost mech-themed armor sets. Once resolved, these shaders may display differently on armor sets. The forged in grace emblem does not display its name when players hover over it in its inventory. The bold Chapulo Sparrow image in the event card pop-up displays the item with incorrect colors on it. Certain Festival of the Lost weapons reward sources do not properly drop this year's updated weapons, which I think maybe they fixed now, but we'll get to that in the report. The Angel's Gleam and Flower Child shader list incorrect acquisition sources when viewed in collections. And this is one I saw a lot of people talking about online this week. The Solo Flawless Dungeon Triumph requirement incorrectly lists fire team flawless completions as necessary when they should inst instead specify that a solo flawless completions is necessary. So basically if you're going to do a flawless dungeon up until this hot fix, it said, you know, go do the dungeon, go do it flawlessly. Now the description was updated to say your fire team has to be flawless. And people thought that meant you now had to run them with a fire team and you could no longer get the triumph for a solo flawless dungeon completion. All Budgie was trying to do is say, you can still do this, you know, solo flawlessly, but if you run in it with a fire team, all the people in your fire team have to be flawless to get the flawless triumph, which is obviously not solo, but it confused people and they were very cranky about it on the internet. And those are our known issues for the week. And we did get a hot fix, you know, that caused some of our known issues this week. First and foremost, uh, the rangefinder rangefinder change did not get into the hotfix so if you have a rangefinder on your sidearms go use it before they fix it next week they did change a couple of things again they changed all the weapons we're not going over all the, all the weapon changes in update 625 we talked to you about them last week if you want to know what they are uh, read the patch notes or listen to last week's episode but they did make a couple of fixes that they hadn't teased um, your crucible and your iron banner seasonal kills were not being I'm sorry, we're only being updated at match completion rather than continually during the match. The Guardian Eliminations did not progress the season's greetings triumph, and they fixed an issue of Rumble where incorrect voiceover lines were playing, for which Shax apologizes profusely. Lies. In Iron Banner Eruption, they fixed an issue where the Crucible Medals were awarded rather than Iron Banner ones, an issue where shutdown bonus points were awarded multiple times if one player contributed to the shutdown, it will now only award points to the team once, and they fixed an issue where the game type icon did not display on the activity intro screen. 
In the plunder expedition missions, your ruffians will no longer despawn when the drill phase ends. Additionally, their spawn rate has been increased by 7%. Now, when I... they say it's been increased by 7%, 7% from zero is just 7%. Mm -hmm. oh, maybe that's why I managed to get one randomly <laughs> the other day. Because I, I was on stream, I was playing, and I was like talking to chat. I was like, there's no way I'm going to get a ruffian because these guys are just throwing the balls at yep, the transport. And luckily, it just only went, there's, there's a ruffian. I was like, uh, there's a ruffian quick run they, and the cheek the cheek of them they ran over to the ruffian and started shooting him like well no you guys were contributing to the fact that we weren't going to get a ruffian you don't get to shoot him i get to shoot him you you carry on just throwing your balls this is not your ruffian this is no, my, it's ruffian. my ruffian i deserved yeah. it because i was in here with you guys and you didn't want a ruffian you clearly so... said i just want to throw the balls at the transport and i don't want a ruffian i just want to get in and out as quick as possible Mm -hmm. So are you are you trying to say uh don't hit your ruffians? No, and, no. And and because I gotta think because I just want to point out the chat is saying that you sound peeved like I do when I'm like don't shoot the blitz right and you're no, like no. don't shoot my ruffian. No, I'm saying that they didn't contribute to the ruffian spawning in. They were trying uh -huh. to contribute to the fact of getting through the activity as quick as possible. So okay. I'm saying that they don't deserve to shoot the ruffian when he spawns in. They deserve nothing. Fair. They're, doing, they're but, doing their best not to have a ruffian, so they are they are undeserving of this ruffian. They saw me throwing the balls in the opposite direction, and they ignored uh -huh. me. They went, "We're not, we're not going to be playing your game. We don't want all the ruffians. We don't uh -huh. even want that one." But when it came in, they were very quick to go and shoot it. I was so quick that I had to kind of like leap over all these vex to kind of get to it. I was very upset. I nearly didn't get a shot on target. Uh huh. Okay. So, question: Even if they just sat there and watched you kill it. Would they not still get credit for it? No, you have no, to get a shot you, on it. Yeah, you have, have to, to land damage. You have to do damage. But you don't have to get the final kill. No, no, nope. nope. Otherwise, just, that would be silly. Have... And and Bungie, I think hopefully touch wood, have learned their lesson by that. Yeah, yeah. No, the ruffians work the same way as the headless ones. You just have to land damage on them. You don't need to get the final shot. You just have to deal some damage to them to contribute to their death. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah, yeah, and yeah. I don't know. Sorry, Seven do percent doesn't that. sound like much, but but. I think I've killed more ruffians in like the six runs of expedition I've done this week than I have up to this season. It feels like so. Maybe people are finally getting the hint. Maybe it's getting close, and people are going, "Oh, I want this triumph." Oh crap! I have to kill ruffians now. Yeah, there's like but, four so weeks maybe. left in the season after yeah. this week, so or five weeks at the moment. Yeah, so but, but really, five just weeks just to get another twenty six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah, all of them. But yeah, but honestly, the fact that they don't despawn when the drill phase ends. Is also huge because yes. I've lost so many ruffians that despawned, you yeah. know, moments from death because the game's like, no, I'm sorry, you've moved on. You don't get to kill this man. Very sad. <laughs> no, your transport has moved on. You haven't moved on. You were still there. You were still engaged in the encounter. Exactly. I was like, I don't know where my teammates went. Um, if for some reason you need treasure coordinates, they're now dropping from the Dares of Eternity after completions. I guess they weren't before. Uh, your raids and dungeons. They they added some. This I, I love. I love the wording of this. Added mitigations for issues where players could inadvertently die after ringing the bell of conquest in the duality dungeon. What mitigations? Who knows? Did it fix it? We're not sure, but some mitigations were added. They did fix an issue in the duality dungeon where rapidly interacting with the callus statues could block your progression, though. They fixed issues in the King's Fall raid where players received confirmation on completion of the deep sight puzzle, but did not actually get the chest to spawn. 
and also players would join in progress in the King's Fall raid at the wrong location before starting the Golgoreth encounter. So that has also been fixed. Um, they, there, there was a small little thing that no one has noticed this week where, where they fixed an issue with um, the Hunter exotic that allowed players to gain infinite Juggernaut melees, Lorelei Splendor Helmet Sunspot, and Promethean Spur Rifts. So we haven't seen a Hunter since because they're all invisible 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. So rejoice, Hunters. You will never be seen again. You will just you know appear like Respawn out of the mist to kill you and then move on with life. Yeah, because as as I'm finishing you, so you pop. Here's the thing. You're right because um, we go invis with like a dodge or a smoke, right? And then when you're low, right, we come and finish you off. But the finisher also puts us in invisibility, so we're visible literally for as long as it takes to finish you, and then we're back invis again. And now we've got an overshield because we finished you while being invis. How are you doing finishes in PvP? Oh, PvP? Oh, sorry. Same way Titans are going invisible. You know what I'd like to do <laughs> that just beast? It's the same audio quality that they, they put to other like, weapons and armor pieces. They should have like a, a falcon, caca, caca, as soon as you kind of come out of being invisible. That would be really cool. It would. I would, I would, I would pay for that. I would that's, love that. That's all you would hear. Yeah, Kami Cakes put out a video this week of basically, here's the new Hunter meta. You will never see them again. How do you challenge it? Mm. Someone mm-hmm. will tell us at some point. I'll tell you how you challenge it. You put <laughs> armamentarium as a titan and you throw two grenades in all the areas that you can. So, uh, Gator and, uh, and, and, and Hazel, you thought that I was crutching on invisibility before? <laughs> no, everybody's doing it. You've seen <laughs> nothing yet, and you will continue to see nothing. You'll continue to see nothing, exactly. <laughs> and then, but uh, a couple other things. They did fix an issue where the ionic traces from the fallen star granted your glaive's shield energy, uh, your dawn course that hasn't been showing up in collections, it's now back, and your second chance anti-barrier shield throw will now fully deplete a barrier champion at the Grandmaster level. So if you've been throwing your void shields at Grandmaster champions and they weren't depleting their barriers, now they will. A couple of weapon changes. Versions of the Horrors Least no longer in the game have been removed as a requirement for the Dreaming City badge for all three classes. So if that was holding you back, um, it shouldn't anymore. The Blood Feud submachine gun will no longer appear tiny in the inspection screen. They fixed the Wishender's Queen's Wrath perk not working in Crucible. They fixed the Iron Banner sidearm and rocket launcher from the rewards track not having the masterwork slots. The King's Fall Sundered Flesh shader was applying inconsistently. And they fixed the glow on the Peacebringer weapon ornament. And then all the other weapon balancing changes that we already talked to you about, so we're not going over those again. If you really want to know what they are... We're not going to go over them again. I'm sure we could. I'm sure that we've got like half a show here that we could just reread them all to the people. We we could, but we're not going to. Would I lose you two at that point? Would you two just kind of peace out and go? No, I wouldn't piece out and go, but I would tell you there there were some ability changes that they didn't tell us about. Okay, um, I'll let you get you can tell people about then. Keep well I'm not entirely I'm not entirely sure where the icons displaying in the wrong background at Icora being an ability fix, but sure, we'll go with that. They did fix the issue with the burning mall where the camera sometimes would detach while spinning at specific sensitivities. <laughs> Flailing the camera off it, it it was bad. It was it was not good times. <laughs> Uh, they did fix an issue where both the Lightning Surge and the Thunderclap abilities were not doing any damage to Stasis Crystals or Bleak Watchers. 
where also the Gathering Storm, Lightning Surge, Thunderclap, and Jolt icons just weren't showing up in the kill feed at all. And a fix issue where the combination below wouldn't deactivate when swapping subclasses. And where Void Overshield keyword flyout was shown when expecting the Whisper of Rhyme, because that is, that is not a Void thing. Mm -mm, no. Uh, no. PlayStation people, you can now see the Lightfall pre-order upsell dialogue. Good for you. You should have bought it already. Get your auto rifle. And uh, they fixed an issue where the purchase confirmation toast did not appear on Xbox, Microsoft, or Sony platforms after purchasing the Season 18 pass. Very important. Uh, your photosensitivity like issues with the catch turrets that were flashing on the player's camera when targeted uh, fixed. The hunter character mo made on veteran accounts uh, may have incorrect subclass access. So, hunters, now you have all your subclass access back. And your deep sight platforms would block portals in the Throne World mission, The Ritual. So that's also been fixed. And now Night Demon will read to you all of the weapon changes we already talked about last week. No, I won't. I won't. It's no, fine. I won't. Because we already talked about them. But yeah, but, but it's all there in the patch notes if you're like, wait, what weapon changes? What got changed? Why are sidearms and pulse rifles incredible? Bungie will tell you all. You just have to go find it. Is there any videos and art that impressed you this week, guys? Have you had a chance to look respawn? Is the question. Yeah, I looked. I looked at some videos and whatnot. Basically, it's just everybody complaining about. Um... No, no, just the videos in the twelve. Is there anything oh, in the twelve? No, I didn't read the. Uh, no, no, I am topless. Fair enough. So you did enjoy the fan-made trailer of King's Fall or the the Deep Stone Crypt reanimated in Minecraft? I, I watched the King's Fall one. It was pretty good. Uh, I did not watch the Minecraft one. Uh, I think the mech armor in 8-bit would have been better in the artwork. And I just, I love 8-bit artwork. This is I beautiful. just, I can't stand. Give, give me a fest of the lost side scrollers. Let's go. Uh, yeah, fair enough. But the, the damn hunter, man, like, this will be the only hunter armor I've never put. I even bought the dino armor because, you know what, at least if you put the, the, the helmet and the freaking cape together, you get a raptor mouth, right? something redeeming out of it right but this armor there's I've, I've tried i tried to look for something redeeming and i can't and the worst part is how his right leg or her right leg is twice the size of their left it's like they missed they never missed leg day on one leg mm -hmm. <laughs> and stand it like oh it's place. so bad uh just and, and you hunters out there i haven't seen any hunters wearing this and the fact that you guys voted for this and you didn't buy it and you're not wearing it and owning up to your mistake you i, I told you to get the monster set you're like but gundam but gundam yeah why aren't you wearing the gundam why aren't you owning up to it huh you did this to us we have to deal with this ugly ass armor because you Wanted to vote for Gundam Nostalgia. You buy it, you wear it, and that's all I want to see until the next set comes out because you did this to us. You, you know you don't have to wear it. You don't even need to look at it. No. I'm sorry. Are you are you are you a hunter? Oh, sorry, I accept your apology. Am I talking to you? Do you have any bearing in this conversation whatsoever? No. You are a bystander, and as a bystander. I ask you to sit in the corner, raise your hand, and wait to be ignored, sir. Do you want him to bystand or, or by sit? You're giving him mixed messages. <laughs> Whatever, as long as he's in the corner raising his hand. 
I thought we'd wait for you to turn up this week because I thought, you know, we could have a nice little Fest of the Lost discussion this week. Uh-huh. And it is the intro for the TWAB. We, we kind of skipped over that, me and Parody. We went straight to the weapons and, and didn't talk okay. about anything to do with Fest of the Lost. But I just okay. wanted to kind of get your guys' view on it. I'm guessing you've played a little bit Respawn. Parody, I know yeah, you've played I've actually played a lot. I still have like 35 pages that I have yet to transfer over. Okay, so, are you actually going to go for the pages? Are you actually doing the event? Are you happy with it? Yeah, I did it last season. I, I fell short by a few pages last season. And so far this season, it turns out you can go back to the pages last season and finish the grimoire. You can buy pages from last season, which is what I've been doing thus far, right? And really? then after, I, yeah, after I finished wow. last season, then I started on this season. So yeah, if you didn't finish last season, you can still do last season. And it gives you the missing lore from last season that you didn't get from the pages. Okay, that's really interesting. I didn't know that. I hadn't heard that anywhere else. Said so you, Parody? Yeah. yeah, when I actually I stumbled across it last night. When you go to the book in the tower next to Eva, you can scroll back to the last, you know, the last season. I can't remember what they call it. But you yeah. say the book. It's, it's a wooden pedestal that is kind of off to the side. That I remember last year, I walked past it several times going, mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm putting these pages. It's telling yep. me to put a page somewhere. And again, this year, it was like, We've copied and pasted well, last year to, to this year. Stand. We've added an extra page, and we're still not going to tell people where the pedestal is with a book on it. No, no, you, right. you just have to find it. It's there somewhere. Okay. I so, mean, so, they, so they you, you have huge... Eva. Mm-hmm. You, you've got Eva, and you've got your lost sectors. Mm-hmm. You want to walk from Eva, Eva to the lost, toward the lost sectors. About halfway, there's a pedestal. There's no indication in the game. There's no icon over it. There's n- nothing to tell you but you can interact with it. Let's face but it, it's the hiding. smallest of pedestals that they could have ever designed to All put right, so, in so the game. So when Noble is saying it's actually your grimoire, the pedestal is just there for you to put your grimoire on, open it, add the pages, and then take yes, the grimoire with you Yes, but you can't again. go into your grimoire and add the pages there. You have to do it at that pedestal at that book there well because the pedestal's got all the tools it's got the glue it's got the the razor blade it's got the i know i know but what i'm saying is last year the issue was people walking past it and saying i don't know where it is this year Bungie have ignored that and gone well we're not going to tell people we're not going to make it all flashing all dancing (laughs) we could Um, we could hang some lanterns from it we could make it like really stand out and you guys remember both trees have a bunch of candy in it right like like Four, yeah, yeah, but candy they, in each they were yeah, but... fun. They were fun the first couple of years because you could go to the top and you could get like the gold coins and things that you needed to get. Well, you stuff. can still get two hundred and fifty candy in the top yeah. of each tree. But who need, who needs candy? Who needs candy? Who, who, candy. Who? I'm getting candy. There's no issue with candy. Candy's <laughs> candy's just coming yeah. in. There's how there's much? So how much candy. do you have? I've only got like like three thousand. Like three, three point something k candy. You were and I played a lot. Yeah, I thought you I was playing a lot too. I'm sitting at thirteen thousand three of the bag gift bags you needed for the card, yeah, which I think yeah. were fifteen hundred each. Yeah, fifteen hundred each. And I've there's got bags, and I've got nine thousand candy. Golly, so that means you can get one, two, three, four, six bags. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll wait. All. I'm going to wait until the last week because I, <laughs> I like doing that. I like going. Oh, what can I get for the last week? And just throwing all my money at it. See, the thing that bugs me is it's not, not obvious, me. right? Because after I I went in the Lost Sector, right? And I know I should have remembered from last year, but we know my memory sucks, so shut up. And this is Bungie's fault, especially for the new players, right? So it said, she says, hey, here's some pages, right? Here's some pages. I need you to go over here, and these pages transform while you're doing this activity. 
right? No. And and then you're like, okay, Bungie doesn't, Bungie doesn't explain the event right. to you. You're and just you're like, supposed okay, to the guess your way through. Transformed. I'm out of pages to transform. I'm going to go back in and collect more pages. And after I did uh, about two lost sectors, I'm like, where the hell is all my pages at? Right? And then I thought about it for a little while. I was like, wait, I bet you have to go do everywhere else. Mm-hmm. You, you do have to do other activity. activities, other places. But originally, the quest, when it opened up on Tuesday, was bugged with... And, and having listened to other podcasts talk about this, apparently, if you completed the quest last year you were in that percentage of players that were bugged this year because if you were a new player coming in, you were able to progress your quest past that that sticking point on Tuesday night. But if you were mm-hmm. um, like a veteran player that had played last year and you'd already completed it, you were stuck on this bug that wouldn't progress you any spectral pages or manifest pages. It was just kind of, yeah, you, there's nothing you can kind of do. And I think it was like about 10 hours later after yeah. the festival dropped it was yeah. then kind of on bungee help to say that they'd fixed it but yeah it was it was one of those things that i played like a couple of lost sectors when it first dropped couldn't get progress the quest i was like i'm just going to turn it off until i kind of can get on the stream tomorrow so yeah and like about seven o'clock in the morning for me that i'd seen that they'd, they'd fixed it so yeah yeah i mean i'll give them credit for fixing it the same day but it's it seems like a big i mean again uh I always want to give them a little bit of credit because I'm sure of the bugs we see, there's like the 17 bugs that we don't see that they did fix. Sure. But that yep. that just feels like a big, like major game breaking. Go do this event and then you can't actually progress the and event I, at I all. I vaguely just remember, and I think you, doesn't you feel and good. I were talking about this parody, that this was the same bug that we had last year when we when they did this lost, Haunted Lost Sectors for Festival of the Lost. Is that the first couple of quest steps, you were able to only get so far and then it was bugged out that you couldn't then transform mm-hmm. your pages into other pages and we had to wait for a fix then so it was literally like a, a copy and paste exactly the same kind of thing but we're going to throw a book in there that you now have to pay for that's the only addition to this and it's now gonna it's, it's the same bug which is what is frustrating is that you it's like it they changed management but the management didn't hand over the piece of paper to say oh by the way this was a <laughs> an issue last year can you kind of get on it before it kind of comes out this year? They just went, oh, no, last year's team used this. We'll just use the same thing. And then did it just any, causes issues and did, upset in the community. Yeah. Did anybody fix that bug from last year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We totally did that. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely sure we handled that. I mean, it's, it's not no, a big deal. No, I mean, it was it was a day. Well, not even a day <laughs> before it was kind of fixed. You know, people could have gone off and played other things. You didn't necessarily need to rush and get everything done on that first night. You know, even if you're a streamer or a YouTuber, whatever, you didn't need to rush to get that. I mean, but yeah, I mean, you're going to miss out on making like some content of getting the new weapons and things. But there's other stuff that you can be doing at that point because it was reset day. You could have gone and played some dungeons. You could have played some raids. Yeah, you know, play some Crucible. Anything. There was a couple thousand candy you miss out on getting credit for because it didn't give you credit for any of the candy you yeah, earned. Yeah, but if, you, if you're playing beforehand. the game like that, you're going to be playing the game like that all the time. Oh, yeah, no, Absolutely. Did you tell them the fastest way to get pages, though? Did y'all discuss that? Or do you have a video for that? You probably have a video, right? The, the exact same way as last year. Everything yeah. is the same. The raid, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, it's not the raid. No, it's not the raid. The, the, the... Hang on. He's thinking. Da, da, da. Well, the, that, that's when that gives you the nine pages, right? No, it's the story mission. Okay. We watched different videos. The one... Okay. 
I don't know which freaking which story. Do you have a video for it? Uh, I can I can put a video in there if people. Don't yes, know put a to do it. put a video for it because people like respawn, us respawn yeah. would like a video for it. Yes. Well, I'm I, I'm I have my page from I'm good, but like at least for everybody else, you I know. will include Bontis's video on how to do Festival of the Lost, and it includes you a you know where to farm the pages. But at the end of the day, if you're just playing the game, you're going to get the pages. It's only if you're kind of if you know you're not going to be around and you need the pages to then, yeah. I mean, it takes. I think he was saying that it takes like seven minutes solo, and you can get like nine pages per run. And that's faster than doing a strike or something else that's going to drop the pages. So if you have a team, it goes a lot faster and you can just play the story mission over and over again. And I can't remember which one it is, but it's literally Sparrow from one place to the other, kill kill a couple of enemies, go through, kill the witch, kill the two knights, and then you go and Sparrow up to Finch. And I can't remember the name, but it's literally one of the first couple of missions that we had from the Witch Queen that is the fastest way to do it. And you can do the thing that you did last year with holding checkpoints and going mm-hmm. up to Finch and, and doing that as well. So if you have a team, there is a really fast way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that was sort of my question. I mean, again, obviously, if you have limited time or you just want to get the event done, I can see farming the pages. But, yeah, I've just been playing the game and earning pages and not really worried about Do you, do you know them. the max number of pages you can have offhand? Uh, think about 90 70 or 90 i can't remember off the top of my head of, I of don't, the pre-transformed pages right of the free like ones something in the thing uh your spectral pages cap paul tassie has for you that we have in our respawn report okay. round okay because cool. like i oh. hit 35 and i've done a few activities no, going. You can, and you i still have more. 35 way more way more yeah, to go. go you can go more than 35 but okay i mean to give bungie their credit i wasn't aware like i said that you could go back and generate your spectral pages or your manifest pages and do last year's law book yeah. because it's still there. That I think to Bungie's credit, they should they should, you know, be praised for that. That if you do miss out But the thing is, if you do miss out this year of getting yeah. all those pages done because you're not able to do them, there is a small chance that it will carry over next year if they still do the same thing. That you could then go back and do those pages and get the law from those pages, which is quite nice. I mean, you do miss out on the ship, the emblem, the shader that is available yeah. from just doing those pages, but yeah, so I'm curious, know. are any of those reward I assume none of those rewards are retroactive, but it would be kind of nice to go back and say you 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 still finished this, you know, you didn't do it that year, but I'm of course that's their whole you do it this year so you get these cool rewards. So I guess it makes sense that yeah, if you don't do it in the year the reward is available to you, you get to be sad or miss out. Or just wait till they come around next year. Because half of them do and half of them don't, it feels like. Yeah, so so we know we know Respawn has bought all of his mech armor. I, I bought the mech armor and will, yeah. may never wear it, but I figure at least I have it now. So if, if the other half of my brain tells me we have to be mechs, then I can at least be a mech. I have the opportunity. Uh, did everyone keep a hold of their god-rolled... Uh, uh, a sniper rifle you were handed oh yeah absolutely absolutely that was one of the ones that got the god roll yeah no everyone gets the god roll everyone except for fallout fallout didn't get the god yeah, roll. I was he's very sad about it, it. Yeah. Not, apparently not every now i don't know if i was gonna say i don't know if he just yes but luck, let's face but... it fallout does he need the god roll no wow he, he, well, well i mean he will still Neither get the god roll it's irrelevant the fact that everybody else gets that it man get it. does not need a god roll that man 
has yes, God does. written in his name. He doesn't need a God role. Yes, he does. He deserves it. He's worked hard for it. He has. And think about all the videos where he has broken down what each mod does. The fact that barrel length matters on shotguns. All these arbitrary videos that nobody else has ever covered, he did in minute detail. What what aim assist means, what the cones mean. If anybody deserves a god roll, I would say it's this man is doing God's work for the people. Okay? I will die on the show. Fallout does a lot of good work for the people. And I think he absolutely deserves a god roll. Now, ZK Mushroom, that guy doesn't need another god roll in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> no, that's fine. Right? Um, but yeah, no, no. Fallout, Fallout does God's work. I will give it. No, I will. I will. I will defend him. He deserves it. He should get it. Bungie should give it to him retroactively. Well, I mean, to be fair, everybody gets the God roll for participating in the event. And if if you're sitting here going, what are they talking about? I don't know what you people are mean. So the Macabre sniper rifle is the event sniper rifle for Festival of the Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, in theory, you should go participate in the event, and then you know you'll get your reward after you do the quest line. Or hear me out: you could just walk into the event, and they hand you when you walk in the door a snapshot sights opening shot sniper rifle, which you can say "Thank you, I'm out, and we're good here." And now you've gotten your reward for just walking in the door to the event. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to congratulate myself for not immediately deleting it. Which was my impulse. <laughs> I, I I just stuck in the vault and said, you know, I'll I'll sort this out later, because I absolutely figured I would have deleted it the moment he handed it to me, going, I will probably never need this or use this, but I've got one now. It's gonna sit in the vault with its ninety impact and its ninety range, right. and sit there very happily in the vault See, with its other I, six turns. I almost deleted closed. mine. I almost I I didn't lock it because I I didn't even pay attention to the roll because when new activities come and we get new weapons right I always save by default at least a couple because later on I can go through and see what all the perks are right so it was mm-hmm. in my vault it was not locked and then I got another one after that that had like the vault spark and snapshot and I was like ooh vault shot on the sniper is gonna be fun right and then I saw the video about the god roll I was like <gasps> did I delete mine. <laughs> It's like, no, it's there. It's just not locked. So I went in there and I locked it. It's like, woo! That's close. Will I ever use it? Probably not. <laughs> but it is there in case I decide to. Do I have it? Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so if, if you do like snipers, I mean, yeah, keep a lookout for that one. You either were handed one the moment the event started and you deleted it like a wise person should, or once you complete the, the quest line, you will be given this god roll, which is what we were all supposed to get at the end of it, but, you know, uh, sometimes the bugs work in your favor, and you get the god roll the moment you walk in the door. So now I wonder, I, I should complete that quest line, but I wonder now, do you get a second god roll after the first one for actually completing the quest, if you got the one up front? I'm going to assume yes, but I guess we'll find out. <laughs> T-Rex said, oh my god, is Houndish dissing Fallout? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Ha 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 ha! Ha ha! You admitted <laughs> it on stream. We have the snapshots. Clipped it, tweeted it. Mm-hmm. You also got Saved an OnlyFans. You also got a sweet OnlyFans reading from my team. If you were uh, enjoying the stream this week. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now again, I'm not. I'm not a fan of snipers, right? But 
this sniper is cool in the fact that it's got a unique sound no other sniper has. That yeah. I enjoyed, you know? I was like, it, it actually has, like, the Gundam kind of sound. I was like, what? That's pretty cool. And then I put it in my vault. <laughs> no, I did use it for a couple of the things that you make you go and do sniper stuff, like some of the bounties and that. Yeah, but if I'm going to do sniper stuff, I'm pulling the one from Deepstone Crypt. Double magazine capacity. It's still a high-impact sniper. It's a no-brainer. Mount your soul to the aroma that's going away? Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. So. Deepstone weapons, in my opinion, are still some of the best weapons in the game. I don't care what you have to say. Phenomenal sniper, phenomenal machine gun, amazing scout rifle. Uh, it's just they, they did such a good job on their weapons. I have to say, I don't have most of them. That's what I have to say. Mm. We need to get you to a couple of red bud. Have you, have you stenciled your, your pretty pumpkins, though? Are you going to join the contest to receive your fancy new emblem for your lovely pumpkin designs, your King's Fall, your Ark, your Solar, your Void pumpkins? Hmm? 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 Probably not. Yeah, no, same. <laughs> but, if, but if you are, if you are interested... you. You too could, you know, use a lovely pumpkin stencil and then tell Bungie all about it and use the lovely hashtags they tell you to. And you too could win this lovely official emblem for the Halloween coronation, which is a lovely red emblem with a skull wearing the crown of Tempest. You can't tell me it's not the crown of Tempest. This is clearly a warlock skull. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Squirrel. Um, PSA, because it was pointed out to me, right? People have a tendency to put bleach in their pumpkins. Right to, to keep well, the pumpkins lively for longer, right? Because we're talking about a pumpkin contest, right? Okay. People are putting bleach in pumpkins. It makes them last longer. No, you, yeah. You, no, the idea is you clean the outside of them so that the bacteria doesn't kind of deteriorate them. Right. Ah. But, okay. kind of I, 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 but instead of doing that, bleach, it's not it's, like using I, I, bleach. I totally had an image of people just like dumping bleach in the pumpkins there for a second. Okay. Well, now, no, now they, I follow they're you. covering it in bleach, right? But the problem is, is pumpkins are food. Animals eat this food, and people have been killing them because they're, they're doused in bleach, right? So instead of using bleach this year, if you mix uh, one part vinegar with ten parts water, it does the same thing as the bleach, and you're not killing animals that eat it. Right. How is this related to destiny? Because people are carving pumpkins and leaving them on their porches. I've solved this problem by not having any pumpkins. Yeah. I do. I do have a I walnut tree. Leave them outside. Yeah, I do have a walnut tree, which which I have an entire ecosystem of squirrels and other small rodents who love all the walnuts. So I'm doing my part, bleach free. There you go. So if you like us are wondering what your triumphs are for your ghostwriter, if you if you're looking to complete your ghostwriter triumph for this season to get the seal, then let me run you through what you need to do. So we have Cryptozoologist, which is use a manifest page to restore a chapter in the Tales of Forgotten, Volume 2. Just, just one of those, that'd be fine. Bookworm 1, use manifest pages to unlock chapters in the Tales of Forgotten, Volume 2. And nine pages you have to do of that. Yep, just do that. Nine pages, get Bookworm 1. Bookworm 2, however, you need to do 18, but that will give you some enhancement cores, event tickets, and pulp texture shader. Ooh. You excited about the pulp texture shader, everyone? Mm. Silence. Bookworm <laughs> 3. 27 manifest pages. 
will give you the coffin nail ship that's an exotic ship uh, enhancement prism and event tickets the heads will roll which is defeat headless ones in the haunted sector a hundred of those required that will give you five spectral pages and 25 legendary shards and event tickets local haunts complete activities in the haunted sector playlist haunted moon haunted nessus haunted europa and haunted edz three of each and you will get the bread mask and 15,000 glimmer and the event ticket haunted europa to... doesn't exist but here's one that parody wants to get the candy corner which is your Telesto mask and candy from activities. 17,500 candies are required, and that will give you the Telesto mask and enhancement prism and event tickets. Why do you poke at the gods, Birdie? Uh, because it's fun. They're squishy. <laughs> uh, mystery meat. They would like you to purchase epic mystery grab bags from Eva. And I believe... Uh, each bag is like about 33%. So buy four buy bags. Three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that will give you 1,300 candy, 25 legendary shards, and an event ticket. Ooh. Sniper Stition. Defeat combatants with sniper rifles. So I'm glad they gave you a sniper rifle to get going. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many that is off the top of my head. I'm at 49%. I can tell you that. But the reward is the macabre sniper rifle. An upgrade module and event tickets. Automatic transmission is defeating combatants with auto rifles. That will give you a Braytech werewolf, an upgrade module, and event ticket. If only there was some place to get an auto rifle in this event. Mm. <laughs> Third shot's a charm. Defeat combatants with pulse rifles. You will get a guaranteed Jurassic Green, an upgrade module, and an event ticket. Shocking conclusion. Defeat combatants with arc energy. And that will give you the Keitel Mask and Enhancement Core and an event ticket. The Oculent Ritual. Complete ritual activities including strikes, crucible matches and gambit matches. That will give you the Riven Mask and Enhancement Core and event tickets. Striking the deck. Complete Vanguard Ops or Catch Scratch activities. That will give you three Raid Banners and 10,000 Glimmer and an event ticket. The Masked Bandit, complete crucible or gambit matches while wearing a festival mask. Happy Haunting Ground, complete activities in Haunted Lost Sectors. And that will be 35 that you need to do. That will give you Savathun's Mask, an Enhancement Core, and an event ticket. And then for gilding our title this year, if you are going for the overall title of doing all the activities, so we've had the um, Guardian Games, and you had a chance to gild that for the bigger title that you can get for doing all four events this year. The one of many, defeat all the headless ones in a single run of a Haunted Lost Sector. So you have to do the Haunted Moon, Haunted Nessus, Haunted Europa and Haunted EDZ. I only have the Haunted EDZ and I think that was pure fluke that we managed to get that done. So I'm gonna be trying to do that one. And that's one where there are 15, there are 15 total headless ones. There are 10 yes. that spawn before the final boss, and then there are five that spawn during that boss phase. So just like the ruffians, take your time, get a team, because if you burn through it too quickly, all 15 will not spawn, and you will not be able to kill all 15 in a single run. Yeah, even with blueberries, you kind of have to work together to get that one done, because what I was finding was that you'd find, like, one blueberry would go and stand with another blueberry, charging up the headless one, and then another headless like spawn point 
would come up further over the back. You'd have to run and get that one. And then the third one would come up behind them, which is way too far away. They'd be too busy dealing with a headless one that they're dealing with to then go and spawn the other one that was behind them. And sometimes it was like really manic and mayhem. So yeah, you have to get the 10 to spawn to start off with and then the five whilst the boss is up. So again, don't burn the boss down if you're trying to get these ones done. Yeah. So hopefully and, if you haven't got any friends, damage. you can rely on the blueberries. Yep, and you have to land damage on each and every one of them. You don't need, you don't need the killing yes. shot, but you have to at least do some damage to all 15 of yeah, them. Yeah, it's it not a team activity. It's not like, oh, if we summon them all and we've, we've killed 15, the, the, on, the, on the corner it says that we've killed 15. You actually have to get a shot on each single one for it to complete on your uh, triumph. So, yeah, you have to get a shot or something on them. A, a melee, a grenade. That's what I was kind of doing, just throwing a grenade in the general area of the storm grenades and hopefully getting some, some damage on there. And then we have a masked mayhem. Wearing a festival mask, complete dungeons, raids, master or grandmaster nightfalls, or win rounds in Trials of Osiris. That's another gilded one. Deathless ones, complete haunted lost sectors without dying. And that's one for each of them. Moon, Nessus, Europa, and EDZ. And then finally, Sweet Tooth. Collecting candy by completing activities whilst defeating combatants, whilst wearing a festival mask. Lots of whilst doing stuff there. 30,000 candy is required for that one. So if you're like Respawn and you're a bit behind, you've got quite a lot to go. Wow, I'm not that far behind. Yeah, you could be. Nightman says you are, so therefore you are. And Bungie, this this is where I would like to like to just just you know poke you a little bit because I currently have in my possession thirteen thousand four hundred candy, yet you tell me I've only acquired nine thousand eighty seven candy toward that triumph. Oh, I ha I have the candy. You have to yes. give me credit for it. But also, if you are have trying you to got get the candy from doing the actual activities, because I believe yes. you have to wear the mask whilst doing mm -hmm. Vanguard Ops, Crucible, or Gambit. If you don't get those candies from those specific things, like we didn't the other day when we were doing our master and grandmaster runs and getting candy to drop, it wasn't going towards any of those uh, triumphs or achievements or whatever. It, it's only from those playlists, which is why they've kind of made quite a big deal of have to go in the playlist, wear the mask and get the candy to drop and we'll give you a triumph or achievement for that at the same time. I'm going to go with, yes, I was doing all that, but I acquired these candies before they fixed the event, and none uh, of those candies counted, because it told me I had collected no candies until they had oh. fixed the event, and I was able to progress it to open the book to start earning things. <laughs> and if you're trying to figure out how many kills you need, I just want, I did I did look up on Braytech.org because it tells you the actual numbers. So for the sniper station, you need 100 sniper kills. For Thank the you. third shot's a charm, for the pulse rifles, you're going to need 500 pulse rifle kills. And if you're automatic transmission, you will need 300 auto rifle kills. And I think those were all the ones that were the weapon kills. So yeah, so if you're getting your, your number of kills, the game just shows you a percentage, but those are the raw numbers you need. I was just wondering how are you guys finding this year's event with last year it was complete free event, but this year where they've put the book in there with the emotes and the, the sparrow and the shader and the ghost, now it's kind of a semi-paid event how are you kind of feeling that is it something that you're not even bothered about like me i'm kind of just bypassing the book like i did from the guardian games i'm just the things in there aren't that attractive to get me to part with i like, I like the, money. 
the the macabre mansion ship. I yeah. like that. So you know, it's like I had some spare silver. I'm like, I like the ship. I'm gonna get it. And oh no, that no, I got that with bright dust. Never mind. Disregard, sir. I've, I've disregarded. Yeah. What comes yeah, in the thing? So you get the yeah. cat sparrow. You yeah, get... there's nothing on the card that wasn't was appealing enough for me to spend money on. Yeah, no, I I know I bought it for a reason. Oh, I wanted to see what the tickets would get. That's right, because it said something about tickets. You can you can also acquire tickets for something, and I was like, well, the idea is that you you can play the event, and if you don't get enough tickets to get what you want, you don't have to buy the book. So you can leave buying the book until the last week. So you could play the event and get all the tickets, and then just go and unlock the book and get all the stuff. Whereas the, they didn't want people to kind of pay for the book, only do half the event, and then have people say, "Well, I couldn't get the stuff." You still have to play the event to get that stuff, but they just kind of don't want you to have to pay to get it if you can't get it, kind of thing. It's not like a guaranteed. Here's a oh, thousand yeah. silver, and we get that stuff. You actually do still have to put the work in. So I'm just uh-huh. wondering how you guys are feeling about that and not just having it on a reward track for the event. Or maybe making like the Gundam armor in there. <gasps> Sorry, I just for those people that voted and really <laughs> wanted it to then have to purchase the silver to get the book to then get their armor that they then voted for. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the card just none of the cosmetics I cared about enough to do and I was like uh... It's it's an event I was I mean I was always gonna take part in it because it's just it's go play the game. I don't I don't, you know, try to do any of the farms or anything. I just play the game and earn materials. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like it's something I'm gonna do and, and I love auto rifles. I mean the macabre sniper rifle and whatever. I, I, again i you gave me a god roll, I'll stick it in the vault forever. But <laughs> honestly, I'm just excited to have new new god rolls or new rolls of auto rifles that I can play with. That'll roll with roll with fun things on them and the Jurassic yeah. Green with the new perks, the incandescence and the repulsor braces and yeah, oh you know, man, things to hang on to on the on the green are nice, very nice. Um, you, you missed that discussion, but go on. I tell guess us, I did. Tell us your 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 opinions. Well, I mean, I, last year I thought the design of the gun looked really good. Like I love the dino look on it, right? And then it felt really good to use as well, but it had just ass perks on it, man. I'm just like, even the best roll is meh compared to everything else in that slot, you know? The fact that now you can, I mean, hell, incandescent by itself on a fast-firing pulse rifle is amazing, you know? That alone is great, but you have some other perks in there that, that just make it a really good option this year and i'm, I'm glad that you're that. talking about pve aren't you because my brain always my brain automatically goes pvp but your brain automatically goes pve absolutely mm-hmm. i'm not saying that i don't love pve stuff i just my brain automatically goes pvp i look for a gun that i can use in pvp what will give me the upper hand in pvp and there's there's nothing saying you can't have both right so no, all right no, let's no. take a look at, let's saying. take a look at the rules this year right so for pve what was the perk last year? Was it like adrenaline chunky or swashbuckler? Wasn't wasn't yes. didn't they use that as a carrot last year to go, hey, we we've put this roll on this gun. Hey, um, we're we're gonna do something good to this perk. Maybe you should hold on to them. So adrenaline junkie last year was a pretty meh perk, but then they changed it into a kind of a swashbuckler version of yeah, throwing a grenade out or yeah, this ga- weapon gains increased damage or handling from the final blow with a grenade 
or this weapon. So it's it's kind of stacks like it the uh, like the swashbuckler perk. If you get a melee kill, that automatically goes to times five. But if you get a weapon kill, it, it incrementally goes up, doesn't it? Is that right? Yeah, but okay, even for PvP, right? Perpetual yeah, motion. It stacks. Yeah, it does. Stack. Great role for PvP, right? And you can get high cal rounds to to flinch the hell out of people, right? Um, and for PvP, you can also get uh, multi-kill clip, which is going to give you... That's a damage-dealing perk, right? Which is going to go on top of perpetual motion. Uh, Golden Tricorn, <clears throat> again, a damage-dealing perk added to this gun. Uh, Gutshot Straight gives you more damage to body shots if you just suck at shooting, right? So there's your PvE rolls, or PvP rolls, right? And for PvE, subsistence incandescent. It's a no-brainer. You know, for me anyway. Subsistence, you just as you kill enemies, it fills your magazine. Incandescent, spread scorch around, killing more enemies faster. It's a self feeding prop. It's self fulfilling prophecy. Those two it's a wombo combo, hundred percent. Adaptive you know? munitions are like for PVE as well. What's that? Adaptive munitions? Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. Have you guys tried out the Braytek Werewolf yet in PvP? Because remember uh, last week, I think it was Cool Guy. Was was it Cool Guy? Or was, no, it's true. Vanguard see. did the video on the, Werewolf, on the Braytech Werewolf before uh, the patch came out this week, and it was doing some really good work. And I've used a couple of the roles that I got this week, and they were doing amazing at the ranges that you know they were hitting shots and really combating other people that were using hand cannons, sidearms, doing really well for just basic roles. I was, I mean, I was using. Well, it does have a default range of sixty nine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you can increase that to 784. It goes oh, right yeah. up. There's 84 right there. 89. You can get one. I think we looked last week when we were looking at it that you can get like 71 range and 70 stability. Ah, uh, bruh. I'm looking at 89 range right now. Yeah, no, yeah, no. But, I'm saying but, that yeah, you can get one that's though. very good stability oh. and very good uh, range. Ooh, rifle. Right, well, let's go both, right? So let's go small bore, right? Ricochet rounds. And yeah, then range, 61 stability. Yeah, okay. There's 81 range and 68 stability. With uh small bore, ricochet rounds, and a stability master. Yeah. That's still not bad. 81 range and 68 stability. No, you reach it out and touch have you got one and have you used it in PvP? I've got a few, and if no, haven't, I haven't done it in you, PvP because. Well, if you haven't why? used it, go and use it in PvP. <laughs> it's really good. Just, just a, a bog standard one that you could get, you get to drop. Just any one that you get, the Braytech Werewolf, it does some good work. No, does under overwork in PV, PvP? Because technically, you have your overshield, and it says deals bonus damage to targets with overshields. I haven't got one, so I don't know. I bet Dim would tell me if I have anything with that perk on it. Possibly. Let's see. Does it have any good PV? Okay, so you have subsistence. That's good. And then, ooh, swash. So swash and subsistence. There you go. That's PV PVE roll. Boom. Nice. Let's see. Vorpal. Ooh, Vorpal would be good for PVP. Vorpal, maybe dynamic sway. Oh no! Here you go. PVP. Oh, PVP. Dynamic sway. Tap the trigger. Dude, stability and range all freaking day. Yeah, oh, that'd be a great PvP role. Do I have that one? You said that last week. Did I? Yeah. At least I'm consistent. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's seen the same pictures. He's clicked the same pictures. He's consistent. <laughs> oh, bless you. Do you think guys think that the the grind is bigger now that we've got that extra book that we can kind of do? Or do you think it's the grind is the grind is a slog, man. The grind is a grind. Like uh, you'd have something negative to say no matter what, right? So the way I'm seeing it is if I have to go do other events to get pages and then come to here to transform those pages, that's that's asinine. Right, I want to be in one place, and I want to get all the stuff that I need in the same place. But, that, but then, conversely, and then conversely, you'd be like, "Well, now I'm just sitting in lost sectors all day, every day. It gets boring." So either way, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Yeah. But like, I just, I just don't want to have to transform the pages, right? Yeah. Just give me the pages. Allow me to turn the pages in. The fact that I have to go get them, and then I have to transform them, and then I have to turn them in. That's one step too many. Just you know, you know that's the way that we always roll with every event. With it the doesn't dawning, mean it's a good idea. Go and get the ingredients. You come back. You bake your cookies. You go and give it to somebody else. You get rewards <laughs> for it, and it it tracks. You know, it's the same every single time. Well, baking cookies is not the same thing as transforming pages. I, I that is slander, and I need you to apologize. Okay, baking cookies is fun. This is not no. fun. Oh, and I apologise, I made a mistake earlier. I was saying that I did all the Guardian Games stuff, but it wasn't Guardian Games. We had the Solstice. I completely forgot that we had the Solstice event in between Guardian Games and Festival of the Lost. So we've got Festival of the Lost up at the moment. Yeah, (laughs) we've got Festival of the Lost at the moment, and then we've got Dawning next up, which should be our Christmas kind of January event. And then finally Guardian Games round next year. So we're going to overlap our kind of events for the season going into Lightfall. That's interesting. Anyway, yeah, so there's the Reveler title that you can get as well. Yes, I am so excited about that title that you can totally get. <laughs> can you not hear the excitement in my voice? Speak Yay. up. I, I, can't, I can't hear you over the excitement there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it is. That's one. That's one of the things I looked at and just said, yeah, I, "I don't care that much." But, it, <laughs> but I mean, it, it is nice again. If if you want to, if you want to play the game, and or just toss Bungie some money, or you want to have all of the things, it's nice that there is a avenue. You know, it's nice that you can sort of make the event a little more valuable by having a little more to go to go for it if that's what you want to do. Again, I mean, it's, and again, I, I appreciate that it's not a. You're not getting any, you know, it's, there's no weapon lock behind it. It's Bungie has pretty well kept to there. You will get cosmetic things. You will get pretty things. You will get, oh, you had to get this here thing, but you won't get, you know, the God roll weapon. You just do that from day one of the event. You know, it's, it, it is, it, it was fun this week. My team and I played uh, a couple of grandmasters with a guy from LFG and I had the, that dress get, you know, uh, blue screen of death uh, emblem on. He's like, oh, where'd you get that from? And of course I had to go look it up because I could not remember. It's like, oh, right. That was when I, Bungie was doing a thing where you could you could do the, the Twitch um, thing. Yeah. yeah exactly you know do, do the Twitch subs for people by I think it was like three or four Twitch subs and you would get this order it's like you had to buy it but you didn't you, you had to buy it but not buy it directly but it's still the thing I'm gonna wear proudly now forever and never take off again oh yeah so so, so it, it was fun to have one of those like oh I got this thing here moments so yeah I mean that's all this is is it's oh where did you get that cool you know cat sparrow or where did you get that amazing star horse sparrow or oh where did that ship come from but it's 
you know, it's not going to influence your gameplay, but it's just a, a pretty thing to put on and go, I, I got this for this thing well, that I had a good time back with. To, back to this event right here, right? What he's talking about. So I I think it would be better if instead of adding unnecessary steps, like grabbing pages, then transforming pages, instead of adding unnecessary steps, give us different kinds of loot, right? Or increase the drop rate of loot. Like personally, more you currencies. want me to grind? No, not currencies. No, no. You want me to grind? Every time I go through these things, I want a chance to drop a weapon. I want a chance to drop an enhancement core. I want a chance to drop a shard and a prism, right? Add those to the table. If I knew that there's at least some percentage I can get a shard or a prism from doing an activity, hell there is. Yes, dude. Just gone through all those things for you. Huh? All the challenges. For the festival, I'm not talking challenges, dude. Okay. No, I'm talking, I'm talking. Since you're gonna be grinding this event all daggum day, right? Yeah. I don't want to complete a single challenge and get a single shard. No, no. I want to go through this bad boy all day and get five shards, ten shards, a couple of golf balls, twenty, thirty enhancement cord, right? Legendary shard. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody is I like you guys. Saying, we yeah. just have so much currency because you never spend it. Some of us spend the currency because we, we check out different weapons. We check out different armors. We have an arm. Like right now, I have an armor set for for Arc. I have one for Solar. I have one for, uh, you know, each element. And then I have armor sets below that. Like I have Arc Punchy armor. I have Arc armor that, you know, does other things. I have Solar armor that's, you know... For throwing knives, I have solar armor that's for super uh, getting my super back fast, right? Yeah. So you, I spend resources, and I hate having to grind master nightfalls and grandmaster nightfalls to get golf balls. It drives me nuts. But if there was a chance, even even just like a one percent, a one to five percent chance that I can get a golf ball by running these dungeons, my ass would be in there all the time. I would have stacks of golf balls, but they don't do that. You know, you might get one golf ball from cleaning from completing a challenge. Boom! Yay! Wow! You saying no. that? I mean, I was I was writing some notes down about this, and I was thinking that I I like I I like the haunted lost sectors. They they're fun, but what I think Bungie kind of missed out on is the fact that we could have had haunted lost sectors to do these pages and things, and and possibly get the rolls of the guns. But if they brought back things like the haunted forest, Good. and Say that you got to like. At least Force was more fun than this, but anyway, good. Yeah, but sorry, but I was going to say that if if you get to say branch fifteen, you get uh, an enhancement prism. You get to branch twenty, you get a golf ball. Give people a reason why they want to kind of play it. Even maybe get a chance at like more weapons to drop at the end. From the we had those three different chests that we could get, sure. and uh, at the end, so I, I think Bungie missed out on bringing back like make it a huge event make you know give people a chance to go well if i want to go and do it over here i can go and play this bit if i want to go over here i want to play this bit give people a reason to kind of come back and not just kind of copy and paste what we had last year expand on that just improve on it i mean you had this the, the year previous where mercury had gone away but because they uh, were kind of behind on what they wanted to do with Festival of the Lost. We still had access to that haunted forest with the branches, 
even right. though that so well you're saying what i'm high. saying but you're still putting a higher difficulty cap on it right i don't want a higher difficulty cap well no I'm not i want, I want something cap. everybody can access well you said depending on how deep you get in the forest well not a lot of people can get very deep right but that's what i'm saying make it make it achievable for people to get to not i'm not saying esoteric kind of levels of you know you get a golf ball for getting to wave 20 or something but make it achievable for people to go in and get yeah. Again, another thing that they missed out on is the spooky trials. Remember when we had spooky trials? People played Trials of Osiris <laughs> and we had spiders running across the screen. It was just kind of a cosmetic yes. thing of like just scaring people every now and then. But we've got could, trials. Could you, imagine, could you imagine a spider running across the screen right when you're about to take the game winning snipe on somebody's head? Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just adds that extra bit of fun to the whole game. And I know they only did it that once, but just bringing those little things back into the game, I think they've got they've got the resources there. I'm not saying that the Haunted Forest wasn't in Destiny 1. It's not something they have to waste time and resources importing from Destiny 1 and recreating, as they said last week or the previous week. It's something that is in Destiny 2. It's just in the content vault. It could have been rolled out again. Yeah. I'm just and saying that it's, and that was something... a trick there. Yeah, and it was something to aspire toward. It was something. It was fun watching Glad and those guys see how deep you could go. Just seeing how push the yeah. game. You know, here's your time limit. How far can you go? You know, having it be a truly like unlimited event and not okay. You've killed these guys. Wait around for the next forty five seconds for the next part of the like. That's the part that really takes me out of it. Is yeah, I have to kill these things and now I'm sitting and waiting for the game to catch me. Like, exactly why? the same as what it was why last year, I, wasn't it? Yeah. You, you beat all the headless ones and you're standing there sometimes for two minutes just kind of that i've now put on multiplayer emotes because i i, I want to do yeah. stuff with people like i want to play my cowbells <laughs> i want to brew some potions exactly. just i've yeah. now catered my emotes to playing that game mode i know that yeah. bit's quite fun but who wants to stand there for two minutes? Right, exactly. It's, it's like, why am, why am I standing here waiting for the game to catch up to me to then give me the next piece? If, I mean, I mean, if you want me to kill all, you know, all of the headless ones, spawn the headless ones in, you know, let me get 15 in that initial. If I, if I can kill 15 headless ones before the boss spawns, give me the 15 I need, you know, to, to get my progress for the book and stuff. And then, you know, if I get the ones in the boss, let that be extra or let that, you know, be a catch up mechanic if I don't get it. Don't don't make me, you know, kill these first 10 and maybe I get it, maybe I don't, and then wait for the next piece of spawn. That's the part that I really just don't like is I'm already just playing this event over and over and over and over again. And now I'm having to sit and wait for the huh. for the game for, for the game to, to go, oh, here's your boss fight. Hold on, wait, we had to go find the boss. He had to he had to go he, he ran out for a coffee. He'll be back here in a That's minute. Not, I Please wait here. Like I, I was actually messaging my fire team member. I'm like, did is there a bug? And then somebody replied, "No, you just have to wait." I'm like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, that's it's just like why? Yeah, I, I think that's. I mean, and and I, you know, I mean, and that's part of it too. Is I, one, I mean, I I wasn't gonna gonna buy the card because these events I just don't enjoy that much. But it's right. also if if you want me to give you extra money for the events, you just tighten them up a little bit, fix some of the bugs day one, like. I mean, I'm not saying it has to be like an incredible, amazing thing. Like you're not asking for that much money for all this stuff, but. Uh, like it, it, at least put at least you know have them work day one. Like it doesn't have to be flawless. Like there's always going to be something. I get that, but to have it be the same issues year after year after year is a little much. Yeah, I, I mean I'm not saying that I, I'm not enjoying the event. I, I I like a little bit of change in the 
each season just to do something but i'm thinking that with the festival of the lost upgrade card that you had where you could get the different things purchasing the silver i think they missed the trick and i think we, i was talking about this on stream that they've got the buster rays emote which is practically ghostbusters why did we not have ghostbuster outfits for each class you know oh, customize them to that, that would have been great but, Put in the emote. Put in something. Slimer could have been your though. ghost shell. Slimer, be a, no, a green blob for your ghost shell. I know as close as you can kind of get without kind of going over the copyright, but they've got the Buster Ray's emote in there. So they're, or they're, imagine an auto rifle, uh, another another linear, not a linear, yeah, another linear, but... Um, as a proton it, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a kinetic, yeah, it's a kinetic linear for the proton gun, yeah. right? Ah, oh. oh, dude. That'd be dope. If they'd have put things in that event card to entice people to go and get rather than kind of, oh, here's just some extra things that you can get from this, you know, or as they've kind of done with some of the other stuff with the Scooby-Doo stuff, put the Scooby-Doo stuff in there. People like the Scooby-Doo stuff. Have have a ship that looks more like the mystery van than the one that we've got. I mean, I know it's meant to kind of sort of kind of look like it, but then maybe have like we had with the 30th anniversary, we actually had clothes to wear. You know, our Titan can wear a oh no, is it a hunter wears a jumper with a bungee logo on it. If you're going to go down the route <laughs> of doing things that look like other things, you could have done the the Fred, Daphne, and Velma kind of look, or, or Scooby and Shaggy, and just various different that look very similar to it, so that it looks like the Mystery Machine and Scooby Doo and. You know what I mean, but just maybe make it more twice. But like, but like, so for the what ifs, like Bungie for next year, you know, the, the costume idea is a great idea. The the particle gun is a good idea too. Yeah. So those are just weapons. And once somebody gets a god roll weapon, they're done, right? There's a whole. I don't even know. There, I bet there's a huge percentage of people that don't even have golf balls because they can't access the activities, or they can't get fire teams together to access the activities that had the chance to drop them. Right, so by adding golf ball shards and legendary uh, shards, no golf balls, prisms. There we go, prisms and legendary shards to an event like this, even if it's a low drop rate. Right, so one percent drop rate for a golf ball, unless you get to a high enough spot, and then you get like up to five percent or whatever. Right, and maybe start off at a five percent for for a prism. Right. Give people the opportunity to farm for something they can't otherwise get in the game. You know what I mean? I mean, I think I think you'd have a, a huge player base come join just for that. You know, because not everybody's like parody. Not everybody's like Nintendo Man. People spend them if they have them, right? Or people don't even have access to them. Either way, those are two sections of people that are looking for more ways to get golf balls and prisms that doesn't have to do with Grandmaster or Master Nightfalls, you know? Exactly. Just play, just play the, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, I, I really think now with the Sony connection, what IP could Bungie have access to through the connection with Sony to introduce into the game? Just just thought, Bungie. You know, you, 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 Sony has a lot of movie rights. We, we can make this happen. Uh, Scratch Reflex says something. I want him to elaborate. He says, or rank resets. For are you talking about like Zavala type rank resets? We get like the golf ball type stuff, or yeah, no, oh, okay. absolutely more more than just the one you get for the rank reset. 
I mean, that is that is a grind to do a rank yeah, recap on strikes and gambit. Entice people to go and do those things, Bungie. Yeah, give people a reason to do it. And Eva, Eva, I mean, how how hard would it be to give her uh, a Zavala like feature, right? Yeah, you get, right. you get to level sixteen, you get the golf ball, you reset, you get to level sixteen again, you get the golf ball, you reset. You know that that that's a goal. I'd be okay with that. If you're not going to drop it inside the event itself, make Ava do that, right? That that's a good secondary thing, and it's something you've already got in place, and you can totally do it. Respawn reports. All right. So, thanks to Parody's handy dandy subsection here, we're going to start with Bungie Help. As Festival of the Lost begins, we wanted to mention two cosmetic issues we're already aware of that will be fixed soon. The Festival of the Light themed armor currently allows specific shaders to add incorrect textures to portions of the armor set. And the bold Chaplau Sparrow allows incorrect dies in the upgrade event card dialogue and instant reward icon. For players experiencing any other issues, please let us know on our Bungie Help forum. The removal of a 20% bonus to aim assist falloff for Rangefinder did not import into update 6.2.5 and has been removed from patch notes. This change will be added in the future update. Uh... Regarding this very specifically, I let uh, Micah know. It's like, yo, you might want to, you, you're the sidearm guy. There's a thing that happened. And he is loading this week. <laughs> yeah. Does he have a Boudicca C with Rangefinder on it? If you don't have a side... Using he's using the, oh. the, 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 the pirate gun. He said the pirate gun is oh. in, in, in PvP yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, sidearms are spicy. If you have a sidearm with rangefinder on it, go enjoy it because Bungie is going to remove this soon, but they haven't yet. So I'm not sure what what the code name. This isn't quite a laser tag weekend, but um, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to come up with a fun name for sidearm trials weekend. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's what we're having. Sidearms are just it's it's he's eating face with it. Um, okay, we've decided that an issue where the weekly bounties from Ebi Levante are only giving out 100 Bright Dust and not the usual 200 Bright Dust. We've implemented a fix for this, not for any not turned in. Players will receive any missing Bright Dust at a later date. The Lord of Wolves Exotic Shotgun has been disabled again due to an issue where it can apply more damage than intended again. We're targeting next week's update to release the fix. More information will be provided when available. Uh, this issue, Cheese Forever did a video on, and we covered a few weeks back. We have resolved an issue causing duplicate shader rewards to unintentionally drop from Bright Engrams. Players who still encounter issues should report to the help forum. Players who encounter issues manifesting spectral. Players who encounter issues manifesting spectral pages should clear their D2 console PC cache, complete a strike, and then complete a haunted lost sector. Bungo! Players should not have to know how to do these things to fix that your game. Well, well, that's assuming, you know, after all the other fixes went into place, they're still having issues that, you know, honestly, hard, hard reboot, hard reboot your console or clear your cache is your 
first troubleshooting fix for everything. Right. And for those yeah. of you that don't know, hard rebooting consists of turning it off, unplugging it, pressing the power button while it's unplugged, then plugging it back in. Players should also ensure that they have available space in their inventory and are wearing a festival mask. Paul Tassi says, special pages cap at 75 in case you're wondering slash saving for the bug fix. Not sure what candy cap's at. At 11k in one tile. It's a little oh, more than so, 11, but yeah, it, it's it's much. Uh, like I said, I'm at 13,000. I'm sure other other people are at far more than that. Yeah, so. at 11,000, does it start a new a new stack? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, it's at least 11,000. I'm at 13,400 in one stack, and it was higher before. So I don't know what it caps to, but plenty, plenty is what it caps at. <laughs> Detroit weekend. <laughs> God damn you, team Rex. Uh, he called it Detroit weekend for the sidearm meta. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, Griffin, oh, God, I can't focus. Uh, Griffin Bennett says, Macabre is a pun on the word. Oh, Macabre <laughs> is a pun on the word Macabre. I just thought it was Macabre the whole time. My brain auto corrected. Uh, mm-hmm. pro- pronounced Macabre. Hearing a great pun ruined by the mispronunciation is excruciating. So, again, it's Mechcabre for the sniper rifle, not Macab. So, yeah, me- Mechab, not Macab. The R is um, just like in Macab. So, Bungie Help. We have resolved the following Festival of the Light issues. Players are now rewarded on a static role version of the Mechab. When completing the quest, gone but not forgotten. All Haunted Lost Sector random weapons drop now have origin traits. Well, mine had origin traits from the beginning. Weird. Yeah, but the uh, the horror story was dropping at two separate versions. One oh. of them was like the original one without the trait and one with the trait. So now all the your, yeah, your werewolves and your uh, Jurassic Greens were dropping properly. The horror story should now be dropping also properly with the origin trait. Okay, track it. And last, and certainly least, DMG says, one of many gilded triumphs. Team is looking at reducing the amount of headless ones required to complete those objectives as some can despawn if the final boss is defeated too quickly. While retargeting a change for next Tuesday, stay tuned at Bungie Help for updates. And that, my friends, concludes the Respawns Report Roundup. Unless there was something... and everything. Yeah. Nope. That was it. It was basically bungee help because I forgot all about it until late last night and it was like a bunch of things are broken. Here we go. Other things yeah. happened and yeah. That will be no, ne- no. that'll be next week's problem to deal with. Yeah, yeah. For my tips, tricks, guys, and builds this week, I've already told you guys about the weapons. So we've got the yesteryear from Cool Guy and True Vanguard going over the Jurassic Green. But I also have a cool video from Patgates Gaming, which I'm halfway through. It's an hour long. But he sits down with Lego, who is a top PvP player. Uh, I think he's number one in the Rumble rankings. And they sit down and talk about, you know, the again, it's like PvP mentalities. Whereas his is more of a mental game. And he he's, he's going through it and explaining, you know, how he plays the game. You know, if he's losing, what he actually does. And it's really fascinating, his gameplay, that he will switch weapons on the fly in-game to, I mean, he pulls out a wither horde, shoots a wither horde, and he's got a fusion rifle. He swaps his wither horde for like a pulse rifle, takes a couple of shots, and and swaps. 
it's mad the stuff that he's actually doing in game. So the footage is his gameplay, and he's talking to Patgates Gaming about the PvP stuff that he does and and why he's so good at the game. Uh, we also have the hands off master hands off challenge for the Oryx encounter from Sneaky Beaver this week. If you're kind of doing those challenges for that raid. And I've got a Shinobu's Vow is great for Grandmasters from Grey Gaming this week. If you're interested in that, I'll link those in the show notes. And then I just wanted to tell people about the upcoming charity stream that's going to be happening this Wednesday night. That is 10 p.m. UK time, 5 p.m. Eastern. And you guys are going to have to work out your times from that. I will be trying to take my son, Phoenix, through a raid and... Hopefully we can get, if we can get one done, we're aiming for Vault of Glass. If we can get one done, then possibly we can get him through the King's Fall as well. Just, I, I don't know how it's going to go. I mean, just talking to him the other day when I was on stream, he started playing a saxophone. We had dogs howling. I can only imagine it's going to get worse. Good job, it's gonna, Phoenix. It's, it's going to be amazing. It's, it's going to be something because I know his brain's going to get distracted halfway through an encounter. And he's going to start playing his saxophone. How old is he now? He's 10. So yes, join me, Respawn, hopefully, and Phoenix, and a couple of other people that we've banded together to get us through this, to help raise money for Andy's Man's Club. Yep. So please come along, support us, even if it's just like for a couple of minutes. Uh, if you just want to chuck a buck, there will be a link that you can click to then donate some money. Just come along, have some fun, throw throw some shade at uh, me and Respawn, and and you know keep us going for. However you better many be throwing love at me. If you're throwing anything at me, it better be love. Yeah, Nike, and, we can have all the charity. And throw where would I where would I go to where would I go to watch this charity stream? Where where would I go to find more information well, about this? We are going to be streaming on Twitch, and we are also going to be streaming on YouTube at twitch.tv slash two titans and a hunter or youtube.com slash two titans and a hunter you know where to find us at this point you have the power we believe in you or if you're if you're in our discord there is a charity raid night event and you can click a little button that says hey i'm interested and discord will say hey remember that thing you were interested in it'll remind you when it's happening oh yeah ditto to ditto to youtube if you go to youtube.com slash two titans and a hunter you can say hey there's this event that's upcoming Remind me when this goes live and YouTube will go, hey, if you've turned reminders on, that thing you want me to tell you about Wednesday night, 5 p.m. Eastern, is happening. You should go watch it. Yeah. So hopefully this will be one of a couple of charity streams for the Andy's Man's Club that we can help raise some money for and raise some awareness um, and do some good. So, yeah. We'll do something. Good as well. do something. We've Apparently, we've already started raising some money, even though we haven't done anything yet. So we've done something by just saying we're doing something. So there. We've, the, I don't think thinking. there's a specific goal in mind. It's just raise enough for, of money that we can for that charity. Yeah. This is where we're going to say a very special thank you to our patrons. Patrons, Patreons, you lovely, wonderful, magnificent people that have gone to patreon.com slash TTAH and said, we like you guys. We like you guys and here's some money. And we appreciate each and every one of you. We appreciate all of our listeners. We appreciate you find special humans just a little bit more. Zeb Orbit, who you cannot threaten with a good time. Our entire Otter Dance troupe of our detonated Wham 64, Scarlet Cam, and the T-Rex King. And those who are both seeking approval 
and throwing grenades, because really we're all seeking Deacon's approval. That's what we want out of life. Uh, Carver 2782, We Noble, Golden God 1562, PP Pipe, and our brand new friend, basically Salt, basically NACL. Welcome, you lovely, glorious people with access to our secret Patreon room. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Everyone for saying, you know, we like you guys. Here's some cash. A reminder once again, we do have the charity stream. It is not cash for us. It's cash for the UK for the lovely mental health charity. Andy Spence club is going to be happening on twitch.tv slash two times and a hunter this Wednesday. If you're in the discord, there's an event, click the thing behind you. If you go to Twitch or YouTube, hit the button. It'll also remind you. And I think this is where we say, thank you for joining us. It's your Titans, your parody and night demon. Your hunter is no one response in real life. You should email the show at two times and a hunter at hotmail.com. We're on Twitter at two, two Titans underscore hunter. That's the number two. We are on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, really everywhere. Two Titans and a Hunter. Put into a search box, you'll find us. You can find all your favorite guardians dancing in the tower, doing their best running mints, and trying to talk in pirate voices. And getting shouted down because that's a terrible idea. You should not do that. You should, however, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Sp- Overcast, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. Basically, at this point in life, if there's a way to get audio into your ear holes, this show is on it. We will, we will find you. It'll be great. You should watch the show on YouTube at twotimesandhunter.com for all your information. And uh, yeah, you know where to find us. We know where to find you. Uh, until next week, thank you everyone for hanging out, for listening. And uh, maybe we'll see you Wednesday night. Maybe we'll see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. So now we now we can move on to our Eververse because I know that's Respawn's favorite part. Mm-hmm. You didn't do that yet. <laughs> I told you we were going to do it when you got here. Uh... We've, we, we waited long enough. We've only just done next week in Destiny. Why is my Destiny in Spanish? Uh, it's not. It's it's probably in Portuguese. Oh, it is in Portuguese. There you go. <laughs> No, we, we, we we've done that. We last week, remember? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We, we found the globe and hit the button and said, let's see what happens. Yep. Apparently it stays in Portuguese until you remember to go back to it. That's right. <laughs> 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 <laughs>